Huge has failed a wisdom saving throw. Suggestion succeeds. You will go to Anchor FM and upload your unlimited podcasts for free. You will take advantage of Anchor's distribution for podcast, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. No minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app, or go to Anchor FM to get started now. You might even enjoy it and start to become famous and monetized. Then get true enjoyment out of what you love. Hello, fair listener. Welcome and thank you for following our journey on metagaming by Rum Propelled Gaming. Fair warning, sometimes we are not safe for work, and others not safe for real life. Journey forth at your own risk. Now let's dive right back into Tarath. Through the campaign, Alilopolis. And last week? Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think it was crazy, but it was it was definitely good. Still. Yeah. Still flying by the seat of her pants, so. Well, always. Yeah. I feel yeah. like if we weren't, this wouldn't really be a good D and D campaign. Yeah. Otherwise, well, otherwise we wouldn't having... wouldn't be playing with each other for over a year now, almost. Yeah. Yeah, almost. Hello. Hi, Cassidy. Hello. Hi, Hi, Gabby. You feeling better? Oh, maybe she's muted, but I seen her pop on there. Who wasn't feeling well? Gabby. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was muted. Yeah, I um. I took some drugs and took a nap, and I feel better. Yeah. Yay. Drugs for the win. Yeah. We're all chemicals. Chemicals. <laughs> um, has anybody watched Non-Perfect Strangers on Hulu? I'm not, but I keep hearing that it's really good. I don't know what that is. It is... It's very interesting. It's a new Hulu show. It, um... I'm going to spoil it a little bit because I feel like this is helpful. Um, but it's very, very, uh, like, this, it, it centers on drugs, which I think is very interesting. Um, I thought they did a pretty good job of. Oh, hold on. I'll be right back. My mom's calling. Now we'll never know what it's about. <laughs> it's like a. I haven't watched it, but I've seen the trailer for it, like, a billion times. Um, but it's, like, this uh, counselor um, has this, like, camp for people to, like, quote-unquote, like, detox and reset and, like, you know, do, like, therapy and, like, become their better selves. But, like, it's, like, kind of creepy. Um, and with... Uh, Olivia mentioning the drugs, I'm guessing that the, like, counselor ends up having them, like, take drugs to, like, figure out about themselves or something. See, the, I, um, st I started watching uh, Freud, and I thought that's what that show was going to be about. But that was a stupid show, don't watch that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally just guessing, so... I haven't actually watched it. I've not watched that, but uh, as far as Hulu shows go, 
Has anybody watched Only Murders in the Building? Yes, I'm currently watching it. Did you watch today's episode? Mm, I don't think so. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh no! But I'm I think, like... I think it, for me it comes out the following day or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I have Hulu like through Spotify, so it's not... Oh, okay. The episodes um, don't get like posted till like the next day, so mm-hmm. I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it's good. It's really good. Yeah, the last episode I saw was um, where they showed how the girl died, like, um, like who pushed her off the building. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, did you watch the death episode? Yes. Okay, yeah. I thought that was really nice that, like, that's how they, like, yeah, I thought it was, it was like really crazy. neat that that's how they portrayed the episode. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, really interesting because you could really get into, like, his perspective. Mm-hmm. And, like, how they, like, flip-flops between perspectives. Mm-hmm. Which is really neat. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't watched it, there's, uh, a deaf character on there, and the episode we're talking about had no spoken dialogue in the entire episode. I like those for the suspense that it causes, but I also generally just watch shows when I'm doing other things. I just well, don't... I think there was some words when they were doing scenes. Yeah, at the very he end. There. But, yeah. yeah, like, any time they were focusing on him, they, like, basically completely, like, muted all the, like, background noises. Like, you couldn't hear anyone talk. Like, mm-hmm. it was just silent. I do like those renditions. If you, for a show that you, no one will actually watch, um, but I'm so invested in now that I can't stop is the walking dead because it's not that great um but there is a character in that's like that where they're they're deaf and if you can imagine yourself being deaf in a zombie apocalypse world there's a lot of very terrifying moments <laughs> from, oh, yeah. a, from a very from a viewer's standpoint especially because you're like there's a fucking zombie right there <laughs> and uh they can't see it or hear it <laughs> so and but Whenever I'm just listening to it, I'm like, why is it silent? What's going on? Because <laughs> I'm not looking at the screen half the time. Yeah. But I would, I, would, I would guess that the show is probably more engaging than that, and I would have to probably sit down and actually watch it, which isn't a bad thing either. I've, I've got shows that I specifically only watch when I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> So, uh, Ike must have stopped for the night because he just texted me with, what's the HBO login? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'm guessing he's going to watch a movie or something. Yeah, he's been driving all day probably. 
So. Yeah, he was. They went. So I dropped him off yesterday, cause um he didn't want to have to leave his car. And so I drove up to uh yep. What is it? North of Smithfield it starts with a B. Can't remember if it's Barton. Bloomingdale or Bloomfield or no, that's I think Bloomfield's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you're... is it Bloomingdale? Bloomingdale, yeah. Okay, yeah. We drove up there, and I dropped him off, and then came home. That was at eight o'clock in the morning yesterday, and then he met like the guy that he's driving with this week like for training and they drove up to canton picked up a um he said it was a pallet loader but i don't know if that's actually what it's called it it's like the little construction equipment with the little scoop on the front uh, so he picked, they picked up one of those, drove it up to Detroit. Um, they stopped just north of Detroit for the night last night, drove into the actual city to drop off what they were hauling. And then after they dropped that, they drove down to Cincinnati. They're in Cincinnati now. And they're dropping off metal piping that they picked up in Detroit down there. Ooh. And then after they unload that in the morning, they're picking up metal coils um, in Cincinnati and driving them to Youngstown and dropping them off. And then after that, he's not sure what they're going to do. Sounds like he's literally flying by the seat of his pants. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just metaphorically... Um, we lost <clears throat> Liv. I did get the uh, last episode uploaded at the end of the week there, so if you did want to listen to that, Brie, because you were asking about it, <clears throat> what all happened. Yeah, I was thinking about listening to it eventually. haven't really gotten around to it yet. Nah, that's fair. I only did just upload it pretty late. Because I was... Well, and I also only just got back. <laughs> also fair. Oh yeah, okay. did you have fun? Yeah, it was a blast. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to just, like, get away. Just, like, completely relax and have, like, nothing that I really needed to do. That is nice. Yeah. Oh, shnikes. Well, I guess that kind of works, actually. What? I was thinking... Um, sorry. Uh, sometimes I say stuff out loud and I don't mean to. Um, <laughs> when I was looking at the characters, I was like, wait, why is Sarah not, or Shia not inside of the courtyard with you guys? <laughs> She'd wandered off with her brother right at the, right as you guys were getting into the courtyard. Oh yeah, like, 
Totally. Yeah, go find like their dad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. to like prep them for inter- our introduction or something. Yeah, talk to like her other brothers and their dad. Well, <clears throat> for now, I guess that works too, because it looks like Sarah is not yet on. Um, Oh, 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 aha, 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 well, you're good, I was just recanting to where, where the heck I'd put in your character, um, I'd forgotten what was going on with that last session, and, uh, it was you and your brother had wandered off to your dad to talk to him after you guys landed in the courtyard, after flying over the encamping army, and uh, landed in the courtyard with a dragon kin pounding away somberly on a a drum with a high elf standing in the courtyard to apparently performing some ritual rite. What was that? of it seems to be of deaths that had happened yep um one thing that i did miss and i guess it's probably because it was towards the end of the session again but when you're flying across the field in front of it the you probably could have seen it on the map too when i'd made the map but in front of the gates that the first layer that was busted open there was a there was a couple piles of corpses that you'd noticed even from the air that's how big these piles were. There always are. Yep. Looking like a good pile of the body. Body of the pile. Piles of piles of bodies. Whatever the word is. Oh, brothers. So, um... I guess we can start with you now that you're in first uh, there, if you're good with that, and loaded in. Mm-hmm. You, uh, that's my brew. It's just turned off, but it's, uh, <clears throat> you guys had walked up the spiral staircase inside of the wall itself uh, you guys walk through that gate and into the wall and up on top kind of y- you realize that you've gone up a story through the spiral staircase obviously and are in that wall that had been penetrated but are still inside the secondary defenses um and when you get up to the top of the stairs basically with your brother you would see your older uh, your father, actually, um, in it seems to be some sort of meeting with some other individuals sitting around a <clears throat> swirling vortex of force energy. Almost, it seems like it doesn't. You, you can only kind of sense it and see the gusts of wind moving through. And beside him is the giant, uh, who you know is Lars, to his left, um, who's standing and kind of like sitting up against a large spherical ball that you guess must have been catapulted up here through some of the defenses at one point but he's casually leaning against now and uh, there are some hooded a hooded figure that's kind of 
standing there, two, one without a hood and one with a hood that are both smaller. Uh, the one without a hood is obviously a gnome, and then there's a, a darker-skinned high elf, actually, to your right as you're coming up that you... Those three you don't recognize off to the right, though. And he seems to be talking back and forth with them, basically, as you come up to the top of the stairs. They seem to... Specifically, though, to mainly Lars and kind of looking over at the three that all all, are waiting to, to approach him, it seems like, from the other side of the swirling vortex. So, what have I missed? Sorry? What? I'm trying, I, I figured I walked up this stairs and I've walked upon this group of people. That is correct. Do they notice me at all? Um, your father, not immediately. The <clears throat> group to the right that is waiting on your father notice you and kind of nod to you, but they're kind of standing there silently, like patiently waiting because he, your father seems to be in council with Lars, who Lars' booming voice is kind of traveling through the chamber, but your father's speaking softly to him, with his back mostly to you as you come up the stairs. And Lars, Lars's eyes alight on you, and kind of get a twinkle, but don't say anything at, at this moment, because they're still talking back and forth, and the, the cutting conversation that you hear, basically, is Lars's, ah, the defenses, and, and he gets cut off by your father again, and well, we could do this, and he gets cut off by your father again. <laughs> so, in this group of people, and I'm sorry, I'm, I was still getting set up, and you're good. Also, I that's air why conditioning. If you want to take really some, far. if you want to take some time to think about it, I mean, people are still downstairs, and I think it loaded in a little bit before you to think about what they're gonna do potentially. Okay. Yeah, I have a question. Did did we did Joy did blah. <laughs> Did Craig join yet? Did I miss Craig? No, I no, got it. I was I was uh behind on that one. We miss Craig. I got you. I wanna tell him to fuck off. We love the son of a bitch. <laughs> now recording. Mm, fuck you, Fucking Craig. Craig. <laughs> we hate you, but we love you. <laughs> we love to hate you. So who's my dad in this situation? <laughs> The only, <laughs> the only dragonborn, the yeah, the blue I, guy. He's talking to us. Okay, that's what I thought. And then who's Lars? The giant. That's the giant. Okay, he's yeah. the one that had a twinkle in his eye. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I figured we'd walk up and give me some time to digest. We can go down to the other people. Okay. I don't know how much there is. Who's my dad? <laughs> this is my dad. <laughs> so, Adriel, Zef, Mame? Um, I don't know. I just yeah. figured we were just going to wait here. I mean, because we're in. Where are we again? I see, like, these target boards. We're in some sort of, like, practice like, ground. Yeah, I think we're in, like, the inner courtyard of Gargant. Like the gates. Yeah, 
basically. Yes. When we left off, we had a plan, right? We were going to, like, freeze water and we are going to create a bunch of water and basically drown these people out and either freeze them or electrocute them, right? I think so, with the help of Shia's family, because they can also create. Yeah. So unless we go with her to, like, convince her family to help us or, like, tell like, there's not a whole lot we can do Right? We can talk to these people that are chanting. Can I understand what they're saying? There's also two doors here that you can obviously see through here, and it seems to be that the High Elf is just listing off names and prayers towards those people in their passing and hoping for them to have and find a safe journey to the afterlife. Oh. That's what Thea, uh, Thea understands, but they are speaking in High Elven, so anyone else that understands that? is gonna walk in front of this blue dude with the drums and give him some finger guns. And he just kind of winks at you while he's... <laughs> Am I, like, <laughs> a Gargant's most eligible bachelor? <laughs> Apparently they like them. They like uh, their halflings here. Do, would it be, would like, it be rude to interrupt these people in this ceremony? You f- get a sense of that, especially from the high, end, high elf who's taking it very seriously, and occasionally, every now and again, he's pulling <clears throat> from, a like, a satchel that he has out and over to these mushrooms just next to them some ashes, which you only presume are the actual deceased individuals, so it's a pretty serious um, thing for him. Yes. Okay. Hey, DM, are any of this armor halfling-sized? Does that matter to you? Yeah. Don't you have the ring of reasonable size? Oh, fair. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) See? Ooh, look at that squiggly little little thing. (laughs) Is this stuff up for grabs? It's no one seems to be guarding it, if that's what you're asking, and it's just loose laying there. Yes. Yeah, I feel like I could take this this guy, whatever armor is here, and whatever the squiggly little dagger dude is. Um, that's a heavy chest plate and heavy helm of iron, <clears throat> and that dagger is more. You're guessing more or less like a a bronze dagger, actually. Bronze. Yeah, weirdly. I want bronze shit. What else is up here? <laughs> there are some straight, straighter um, iron or steel. I think you're you're not a hundred percent, but one of the two. Yeah, I'll take some one of the steel daggers. Okay, so, because all I have is a stickle and a shield and leather armor, so I'm going to get heavy, would you say heavy? Iron, um, it's a, it's a, pl- it's a breastplate? Yeah, and a helm. <clears throat> I did not bring up D&D Beyond yet. 
need to do that, let's do Breastplate and helm. That stuff's in there, right? For you? I don't see a helm. Why doesn't it give me... You might not be, be proficient in it. Sometimes it does that, like, not show you stuff. It can give... It gives me everything but, like, something to put on my head. Weird. I can have a pride silk outfit. <laughs> <laughs> An antimatter rifle? What is this? A blowgun. <laughs> oh, I, of course I choose uh, that character. There it is. So dagger? I guess dagger counts for those little... Yeah, that's a dagger for sure. Okay. So I got a medium... So you know, you said it's heavy armor, not mm -hmm. medium armor, right? Correct. It is heavy. It would resize to fit you, so maybe it would go down the medium in that regard. I would say I can either do plate or I can do breastplate. Breastplate. It's a full. Okay, it's a, wait, no. I guess it would be. I don't know, because when I think plate, it's I'm okay. thinking. It's okay. I'm yeah. okay with breastplate. Yeah, I thought that's what it would be. Basically, is it just like the the shoulders and then the. <clears throat> Yeah, plate consists of shaped interlocking metal plates yep. to cover the entire body. Yep, that's what I was... It includes gauntlets, heavy leather boots, a visored helmet, and thick layers of padding underneath. Yeah. Is that too much? Yeah. It's more of just the breastplate. Yeah, that's the breastplate. Fitted metal chest piece worn with supple leather. Yep. Cool. Ah. Uh... So if I see you wandering around, what you looking at? Any questions? Oh yeah, I was just wondering what was going on in this room. You can tell it's a bit of a dining hall. There's one person over here um, sitting behind you um, at a table with <clears throat> that's kind of just leaning up against it with no food or anything like that. And then there's a cook in this where just on the other side of the wall you were looking at uh, that's at a at a stove preparing ingredients for the for the evening meal as it is uh just past lunch for, okay. for you can tell that there's been probably people here recently and food has been all cleaned away and whatnot is there anything special about this water it's coming out of a dragon statue in in a fountain manner out of its nose kind of like it's blowing it yeah it's cool that's but, uh, that's pretty special. special about it. <laughs> Come on, that's like... pretty freaking special. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but it's uh, not like holy. We're not gonna get like damned forever for taking a bath in it. Um, mm. It does seem like this individual is sitting at it, um, in front of it rather, with a little bit of reverence. But there, he's not like praying at it. He does seem to just be enjoying its relaxing and calming courtyard of water sounds. You know. Gotcha. 
I'm going to walk up to the chef dude and ask for food. I'm just about to say I'm going to ask him for ale. Please, sir, can I have some more? Is that what you say? And he goes, uh... Well, uh... I don't know. Um, I don't have anything prepared here. Uh, There's some... uh, Get some loaves of bread. I get some chopped vegetables. If you give me some more time, I could get something quickly simmered up. Okay, I can wait. (laughs) Okay. Um, Ale, though, uh, Miss... Let me see. I can tap one of these barrels over here. He walks over. And he uh, pulls a tap out of out of one of his pockets on his aprons and uh, starts hammering it into the side of the barrel, into the bunghole, if you will. That's the name. Perfect. of Perfect. Thank you. And uh, goes over and grabs a mug from un- over here. Comes back and starts filling it up. Uh, and st- d- d- walks towards you. Do- did you want to sit down or? Uh, here you go, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna walk over here and sit down, kind of across from where this other guy is sitting. And you realize by sitting across from them, they're actually a <clears throat> busty dwarven woman. Does she have a beard? She does. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of sit down and nod. They just, uh, she just nods back to you. Gonna sit there and enjoy my ale. Constitution, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over me. Sixteen. <laughs> Sixteen. Um. You feel the hearty notes of where it was brewed in the in the mountains, but also some tinging of a light ash barrel that it was brewed in that uh, gives it a almost uh, nose of finish of like a oh crap how do you describe ash? It's kind of like a, a light floral almost Thanks Yeah Thea, you and Gunther just hanging out with this guy in the courtyard. Squall, I'm assuming at this point, has uh, flapped down and is taking a rest over here on this bench. For all intents and purposes. I know I see you, Idril, over in a bush. <laughs> for some reason, too. I just imagine. Or a tree. Oh, did you climb up into the tree that's there? Oh, I thought that was just grass where I'm standing. This is like a tree that's a little bit thicker, and there's yeah, like a small bush. Yeah, that's what bush. I was looking at. And then there is oh, okay. some grass right where you're standing at, too. Um, but Yeah, because I was looking at the tree. I was going to try to say hello. <laughs> it it doesn't say anything back. Hmm. Can I, that's a bummer. Can I, can I chime in and say that that right there as like, and Josh, you're probably a lot more prepared than I am, but, like, when characters do stuff like that, I'm like, fuck, I forgot they took the trees. Shit! Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just you said that, Brie, and I immediately started panicking. <laughs> I'm just I don't even know. <laughs> I was like, oh, what is he gonna say? <laughs> Brie doesn't hear you. It's choosing to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh wait, Zabib is with the horses, isn't he? Yes, you would ask him to stay with the horses. Correct. Okay. Okay, darn. <laughs> I'm still in bird form, right? Technically, yes. The giant owl, yes. Okay. I'm going to respectfully stand next to these people. Like, I can tell that they're mourning dead people, so, <clears throat> so as a bird, I'm gonna, like, do that thing that birds do when they're sitting, when they're like this. Oh. I'm like, just gonna sit next to him until he's done. Okay, so you're like sunning yourself almost next to him. That's a that's what I understood by yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah. Because like you had your arms out, if I was seeing mm -hmm. that correctly, to the sides, which would be your wings in this case. Yeah. And uh, this, they are pointed towards the sun in this case. You're pointing uh, south, so the sun is coming from that direction and. Uh, is a little taken aback by the by you as you in your giant owl form flutter down next to him and prostrate yourself like that um but, <laughs> but he doesn't even stumble over what he was saying he seems very professional at what he's doing I think that's gone through everyone that's here right now. If you wanted to talk to your dad now, Shia. <laughs> Who's my dad? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> you really want to talk to my dad? <laughs> really channeling Shia. The last time she talked to her dad, she ran away. Mm-hmm. Probably disgraced the family and something crazy, but... Are you about to start, like, method acting? <laughs> Let's see. Alright, so I guess I walk up to him. And, uh... Tap him on the shoulder. And he turns his head over his head over his shoulder, and he looks at you, and he goes, "Ah, what do you want? I'm in the meeting here. Can't you see?" I brought a group of individuals that came here to help Gargan. I'm sure you did. He turns all the way around to face you. On your own time, of course, as always. Uh, how did you come upon these individuals, daughter? Uh, it's been through a lot of adventuring. But they are very hardy folk. And, uh... I realize I haven't been speaking in... Gar or she is... <laughs> accent. 
but uh, they, they're they very hearty folk and, uh, you know, we heard there was trouble and we came as soon as we could. Uh, we did send the boon water to help eliminate the darkness, but it seems that there's still these warriors that need uh, defeating, so... Yes, yes. We came up with a plan, and we need all our brethren to come together to uh, help us. Ah, uh, well, you you know, that boon water did come in handy, I'll have to give you that. But, uh, as you're calling it anyways, we've been calling it, thinking something like the good, good water. Yeah, I can blame, oh, yeah, yeah. blame your brother for that one, but, uh, um... It was a. It was. It came in the clutch, I'll say, and we're right now dealing with that problem you were talking about. Um, I realize you have some experience, and I accepted that in in that area. But this is my area of expertise, Dada. In these handling such scenarios of war and battle, we had to drive these suckers out of the town. Took a while convincing some of the other people in in there to uh, get behind our ideals. They were coming around trying to convince people to join their cult or whatever. And uh, once we once they realized, you know, that it was cut was not actually as good as they were saying, that we we were able to get them out of here. Um, so, um, Josh, can I roll persuasion? Yeah. Can I D and D, Josh? I got some dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figure I can keep talking, but I figured that uh, it is a thing in D and D that I can do, mm-hmm. so I might as well. Um, so I'm going to say, uh, well, won't you, won't you, uh, just listen to the plan I have? That is a. Ooh, your girl has a plus nine in persuasion. Mm-hmm. Dude, she just nailed this. What is, uh, that's uh twenty five. Nice. In and persuasion. <laughs> and he just kind of stops. He puts his hands up and he goes, "All right, lay it on me. Guess there's, we've all been chatting about." All the different ideas up here already, anyways. What's yours? So our our concept is uh, to flood the area and then send down um, blue dragonborns to use the breath weapons to electrocute everyone on touching the water. Um, we have uh, some amazing. <laughs> Uh, we have, sorry, we have a druid and a wizard and, oh, do we, no, we don't have a wizard anymore, right? Not right at the second, but he is warlock. here. Warlock. Technically, yeah. we have a warlock, yeah. So we have a druid and a, a warlock and a, a cleric who, um, all know different spells, uh, that are able to create water, they're able to create a wave, 
and we were thinking that we could create this water suddenly before they're able to even react and zap them and they won't have the time to they'll all get electrocuted he seems a little intrigued by the idea actually and his hands that were up while you're talking one of them went down holding this uh still holding a staff it seems kind of loosely but the other one goes to his chin and he starts thinking not a no, bad friend not a she is like <laughs> not a bad frontal assault he kind of says under his breath it was well it, it seems you've improved out on your adventures at least and that they haven't been for nothing because that is that is better than some of these lot here he, he says waving that hand that was stroking his chin off to the other people that are standing off to the side some of the high elves came in they're running from the same troubles, and they'd ask, asked for our help against these neophytes, these darn bastards. It's not only here that they've been sullying, it's also been all a lot of the countryside. We're kind of in um, a shit show of a situation, too, for Salheim, which is, it's coming up. If you didn't know, I know you've been out on your adventures, so you've probably lost track of time. But it's the greatest holo- one of the greatest holidays to keep the dead at bay and coming back I, to the living. I know. I mean, I've been away, but I'm not under a rock. And that's good, because the problem that we're also running into is that they've ravaged the land side on their journeys from the north, and for some reason have been a- destroying and taking turnips, which we use in our rituals to help them stay dead. Mm. And in that, that in those thoughts of things, you know, we, we want them gone from here, obviously. That's, it's not, it's been on our minds. They, they did throw a pretty big assault of just bodies against our wall at one point, so their numbers are fairly low, luckily. Um, so quashing them with that frontal assault might be good, but we're going to have to circle around behind them, too, to kind of keep this from getting to their main forces and protect Gargant during its the Salheim rituals. Okay. So, Josh, that was a... Sorry, my brain is still working at 20% right now. <laughs> no worries. Um, so that's a... <laughs> it only works sometimes. I don't get it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what's, what's his name? Text, that was TextBot. That was TextBot. I know, but I still want to blame... Craig. <laughs> Craig. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. Um, what the shit? Craig. I'm going to have to kick that bot. Rude. All right. I mean, it would be okay if it actually just, like, played straight, but it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, and we couldn't get it to work, like, when we want it to. It just works whenever it feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, 
so you're saying that so he was saying that there is they're blocking off a field of turnips not just one field he's saying they've been messing up the turnip fields as they've gone from the north to here they, and he fills in after the fact we have a store of them that we'd been able to hide from them while they were in town and destroying said things we were really confused at first why they were doing it but you know my natural foresight I thought something was up and uh, hid a decent store of them for Gargant yes so, so when is that again? It's uh, tomorrow's eve. After nightfall here, we'll have. Luckily, we have all the turnips ready, and so we do have it. We have the turnips, so you don't need the turnips. Correct. So you have the supply of turnips. But, DM telling me that <laughs> the turnips, there's only a small limited pull supply of turnips makes me think that we need to protect these turnips at all costs. Um, and then Josh, what's the name of that thing again, the, the event? Sauheim. So I'm probably saying it kind of weird, but it's also kind of sanguine as some of the other pronunciations I've heard, but it's, it's... Uh two very different yeah spellings. it's actually actually um in my mind based off of the original halloween which is what that name is actually from if you don't know and it it is where people would dress up and you know this too everyone knows this that's from your town and this vicinity um that would include probably only not zeph is only unfamiliar with it i'm thinking wouldn't have happened in your regions um mame you you've heard of people doing it but not done it yourself because you don't practice it there but basically it's just people would be getting dressed up and uh placing these turnips out and the dressing up was more of a ritual to blend in with the spirits as they came to the living world and uh go to people and celebrate and kind of just forget about the darkening of the rest of the year because it's gone into the darker half of the year now and it's only going to get darker every day so where are these uh turnips located father oh i've uh, uh stored them in a veritably safe place over in the storage uh, of this exact wall knowing that we were going to be pretty heavily fortified here did you click Josh sorry I was no I uh, sorry no I did not <laughs> <laughs> no no sorry no <laughs> you know what that reminds me of it reminds me of Princess Bride when the, the creature that's like coming down there he's like Sorry about that. A real like, but it was—it's like funny because you would expect him to have a real gruff voice, but then he coughs, and then it's just like this kind of like handsome voice to this like gnarly creature. <laughs> um. Okay, so it's in—it's on one of these. This wall. 
Um, no, he, he kind of pointed off to the north on the map, even, and, uh, but he was kind of gesturing down below, too. Okay. Okay, so, do you think that this plan messes with the, uh, Salheim? I, I think we are good. I'm not a hundred percent if they're going to try something. That's why I've kept them in such a secure location. Considering the past events, you know, just covering our own asses and shit. Um, but the, the well, real, the real trouble is going to make sure that they don't come in to the, the town of Gargant before then, I would assume. Because that is probably one of their ultimate goals, as to what I understand, anyways, of what I've been able to pick out. They've put up some other shrines and stuff in town, but I haven't bothered with them, as they, they spend a good bit of time with these, and they, they don't seem to be doing anything for me. Okay. There's one even on this wall that they've erected, I've considered taking down, um, just on another... Just outside of the kitchen, there's a training grounds that they that there was a, a shrine there that we didn't use very much at all, but they erected something else on top of it. I, I really don't understand myself. Mm -hmm. You know me, I've not been in much in the religious type. I just care about my studies and the magic and keeping this family afloat and on top. Yes, yes. Um, so, did... I will review the turn-up concerns with uh, my companions. That's, and, um, did we get wise. approval to bring the brethren out for the mass electrification? Hmm. Let me mull it over here with Laws. Um, why don't you familiarize yourself with our fortifications here, too? A little bit, uh, so that you can you can understand what what the anvil is going to be like for the for the hammer you're going to be bringing down on them. Okay. He seems to hope that you understand his stand this like he's just using jargon that's normal in his field. <laughs> Picking up what he's putting down. I'm guessing that he's talking about analyzing everyone who can help us. He's talking about us as the board of history. Okay. Oh, yeah. And maybe you can get some other insights that I haven't. Right now, we've been holed up here primarily for the sanguine, uh, Salheim's night and making sure that we make it through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do what we can. Thank you for hearing me out. It's great Certain. to be back. Certainly, daughter, and he opens his arms wide, and he says, Your mother would be amiss if I did not greet you correctly. Mm, wow. <laughs> yes. And uh, she goes in for one of those, like, low, kind of like, yeah. <laughs> and he just does, does pretty much the same thing, just, yeah. All right, we'll talk later. Good game. Yep. Yeah.
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because like the like the pat in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Can I like check in what's on that door? Yeah, it's just a so far you can tell is an empty chamber there. Um. And like I said, you're up upstairs. Hmm. Would I know what these doors are? I feel like I would. I wouldn't have to like Sarah. Sarah Chapowski's curious. Oh, oh. You're actually not too familiar with these fortifications. You hadn't spent that much time, I would have assumed anyways, in this part of the city, which is like the entry gate. You, If anything, you were passing through this to go out to the farmlands at one point, but <laughs> this area is literally just like servants and uh, uh, watchmen and such, like where you're at right now. Okay. And where so you're standing can... right there, you get a view, too, of, like, archers that are primed at some... They're high elves, so you know that they're good archers, not normal archers that are manning these walls, but they're uh, at arrow slits that you can kind of see out to, out towards the carnage in the battlefield there. Okay. Which is, you're assuming now you are over the main gate that would have been breached to the... Okay. Uh, secondary gate that hadn't been breached so when i look over what do i see um right there there is no over that is a f actual wall oh so it'd be like it'd be like through here you would be looking through an like an arrow slit and um i'll try to do one of these is it like those four tiles can you see now Oops. Yes. Okay. So you can, you're more or less actually more towards this direction, but that didn't work out so well in the actual visibility of the thing. So, but you get the idea where this is, there's like a gate in front of you that's been busted open. There is a still um, mostly intact ramming device uh, of war siege. And a good bit of carnage, and it looks like there were some other war machines that were uh, destroyed out the front of the gate with those piles of bodies that you've noticed before and random weaponry and a, and a whole heck of a lot of arrows and bolts strewn about the battlefield. So in my flyover... The so you have the front gate, and then when we are the four piles or the four groups, are those just beyond that? Oh yes. So like yeah. So what you're seeing right there too, farther beyond. farther off, is like a barricade wall of carts that are out past the carnage and all the bolts and they you can see they've basically lined those up um just outside of the range of the when you were flying over you noticed the uh what the heck are those called now the giant crossbows no i know what you're talking about so like wait where's my so 
that were here, and that's the front gate. That's a barricade. Mm -hmm. And then there's these are the four, and that's what that looks like. Yeah, for a very simple, and then, like, yeah. diagram. And there's the mm -hmm. diagram. And then there's the um, bridge here. Yep. The water comes around. Okay. Yep. Thanks. Yep. I just need to know how those put together. All right, cool. So I walk back. And it's good to know where that is. Um, right now I am kind of just studying the area. You notice off to, to the two sides here, too, there are a set of stairs off to either side in that particular barricade, um, besides the set of stairs that you came up into this particular area. Okay. I feel like that might lead down. Yeah, that leads down to the front gate. So that's where that is. Okay. So then back here is Also not very much. It seems like this area was as as used as a second floor and much more for the sense of getting that vantage over the gates than actual use of storage of anything. Okay. Okay. Good to know. I feel like that's not a bad area to... But then at the same time... Okay. All right. Well, then I... Um head back downstairs okay down the and you're here then i'm guessing my brother does whatever he wants okay um while you pass him then and he says i'm actually gonna go back into the sister city S yeah sitter sis fuck it into the city sister <laughs> and uh i'm going to rest up and uh meet up with a lady friend i've been seeing make sure she's okay that's not me mate as i walk down the stairs oh, i didn't know that waffle was on the table he kind of follows uh, behind you I'm like <laughs> <laughs> no it's not <laughs> He keeps following you. <laughs> that point. Oh God. <laughs> that's that's on me, Meg. Well, that's fair. I will go talk to them then. And he kind of goes off <laughs> through. And um, what you're seeing is, after you come down to the bottom of the stairs, is another large steel gate off to your left with somebody that's kind of, they're staring at it with their back to you for the most part um they hear you coming down the stairs though and turn around and kind of put their back to the wall and they nod to you and you can see that they're well outfitted and uh kind of just on first watch of some sorts for the door for the secondary okay. door now because they don't have any other vantage on it other than standing in the in a different area this is to what you can understand from what you've seen so far you know and um okay. Yeah, your brother just walks straight past him, straight up this way, and uh, kind of knocks on this. Uh, I didn't put a good way to do that, did I? Oh, he goes over to here, where this is like a supposed little 
large banner actually and uh, walks behind it <laughs> on the wall wondering where um uh, good day oh um miss gargant yes yes um are you the gate gatekeeper yeah d it is my it is current my currently my guarding time yes what would you say, um, you know, if you could maybe give a weakness to this gate, what would you say its weakness is? Most definitely that it's been, uh, not at the best vantage here. Um, so, during the night hours, it is rather hard to guard, uh, considering the fact, you know, that you only Those have two of them. There's not. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. There's uh. Sorry. Only one side of the gate that I can stand on, and the other side is actually full of corpses currently. Um, and the gate that's been busted in front of that, and there's a good bit of debris in between here and that first gate. So, uh, the the biggest weakness is really that. For this particular gate, I guess, no longer do we have to worry about the siege weapons, necessarily, but if they were to scale the walls or sneak in somehow, that those really the biggest. They were not really prepared for the second gate. There was a large pile of corpses in front of it. <laughs> it was quite pleasant. Good, good. To bathe. In Can I get your name? Oh, it is Quentin. It is well. an honor. And he drops his head. Well, Miss Gargan. mine. Uh, you do good work, Quentin. Keep it up. And I continue walking forward. To find my friends. Um. That way. I'm walking into the kitchen. No. <laughs> Armory. Armory. There is a lot of armor. And weapons just stacked about. Oh. And you hear a large, profound tinging from the other side of that wall that you're facing. Almost to your right, more so, though. Like here? Or this way? It's coming, it's resounding down that which is uh, a, a hallway of sorts, you can tell, leading out to a, a field that you see. Okay. What's in the... What's, what's in the stairs here? Those go down below? Mm-hmm. You're guessing just by the gesture of where you were and what where your father was pointing, you're like, maybe that's where the turnips are. So then... What's over here? Because this looks like this would be the front gate. So then what's here? A small apothecary and such. It, so is this you, a window then? That's, right there? Oh, it's not set up like the right way, is it? Here we go. I just didn't forget to take one of these on it. Oink. It's a door. There's a door. And then this opens. Oh! There it goes. Thanks. Mm-hmm. 
palpitator, palpitator, pussy, not what I am, or is it what I am? What? The the individual standing at the desk is that what you're asking about? That individual seems to be green-skinned, but they do not seem to be scaled. They have even got green hair, and they seem to be wearing leaf accoutrement, like clothing. Sorry. My mind is really... <laughs> what is that? I, I don't... am a... The potion person. Oh, apoth. Uh, yeah, like a apothecary. I don't know. Is it because my background oh. is? Oh, Sorry. You're all right. Pretty sure that's what the kit is that you have to have too. Yes. Alchemist. Alchemist. That's the word. That's the better word. So apothecary, what's the difference between apothecary and alchemist? Alchemist... Isn't apothecary medicine? Yes, specifically. Uh yeah. Mm. And alchemy is like chemistry. Yep. Trying to turn, make gold out of nothing. So I don't recognize this. And then, is this another door? It is, but it does appear to be locked when you jangle on it. And this person does, who had been focused on something in front of them, a mixture of different things, turns to you now at the jangling of the door and goes, Who's there? Who's there? Hi. Oh, it is me. No worries. I am... What are you doing here? I am reviewing uh, this uh, defenses. Oh. The buildings. Must be another gargant. That blue scales give you away. Uh, I know. Terrible sometimes. I'm, I'm sorry uh, to bother you. Um, no bother. If you, if, uh, if you would say this building has a weakness, what would you say its weakness is? Aye, if it were me, I'd say it's the crypts, but that's only if you're a spiritual sort. Mm. Where are those located? Oh, you know, under the storage, deep down on the third level. So, Jock, <laughs> she's telling me the storage, like the, those stairs that were over here, mm -hmm. the, where you just said the turnips were, she's telling me that that's a weakness? Maybe. That's what you're probably okay. gathering, I mean, um, from what she said. Yeah, right, I'm coming together. I'm going, what? Okay, so, well, well, uh, why would you say that? Oh, well, you know, there's dead people down there, and, uh, it is St. Salheim's night. Shortly upon us. And, uh, I don't know about you, but being situated on top of a bunch of dead people on the night of the dead seems pretty ominous to me. But it might be my craft, too. She kind of fiddles with some bones. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I haven't seen it happen in my lifetime. I've only heard of 
terrible things happening if we don't perform all the rituals correctly. But, as to what has been said from your, from your, your father, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm presuming, because I, I have only heard of one um, young female, and she's of... I don't know his name. Did I put it in here? Father <laughs> is Nadar Gurgant. Nadar. Okay. I think you'd said that one or two sessions ago, so. My father is Nadar. My older brother is Crib. My second brother is Moot. Third is Lindak and Donar. Ah, yes. I, it's hard to keep track of all the names of the Gargant family. They are not of my native tongue to boot. That is, that is fine. Um, I'm glad that Father still talks about me. I thought I would have been... <laughs> Surprised I'm still welcoming, that's all. Uh, he's, uh... He, there was a bit of a fit and some rumors going about, but uh, nothing that I'd put stock in. Yes, well, he's a bit of dramatic, but don't tell him I said that. And I sort of walk out. <clears throat> and she just seems to go back to work and take it in stride, mixing some and using a mortal and pedal stool and making different things. Okay. So they are putting the turnips, their turnips are downstairs with the dead bodies because you are performing the ritual with the dead bodies. Or it just, they co happen to coincide. Do you want to go downstairs? Is that what you're asking? No, I'm asking you if he potentially said that, and Sarah Tchaikovsky was not listening. Oh. Um, I don't know. That was a that was a female, <laughs> even though my voice was not very feminine. But uh, it was <laughs> uh, the dad, the father. The father oh. said we put them in a storage unit, and I wasn't sure if he said anything along the lines that they put them down there to protect them. The is what he had said actually. Okay. The turnips, yeah. And when does this ritual need to be performed? Um, this evening. And who's performing it? Everyone. It's kind of a, it's a, generally, it's like everyone takes time out of their day, basically, at the end of the evening, and uh, eat like a light dinner at that, and go around <clears throat> asking people who've, uh, who'd been cooking all day, actually, to... And you know from a fact that the servants and such like this and that are on duty that cannot be off-duty are brought, even at their posts a lot of the times, food or such, but they're all dressed up in various different... Okay. 
So I'm now going to be looking for my friend because I think we need to talk. So I guess I head out this way. Um, while you're standing there in a courtyard, you see some horses and you also catch what must be making that big noise as they come back around the corner as a giant that's uh, very different than Lars, but is manning a massive forge, just tinging away and blowing the bellows is what he did actually when he walked this way, and he comes back and continues tinging. Okay. So I guess my brother went this way, so I'm going to go back. And I'm going to... I'm going to go through this thing. Ah, perfect. And uh, you open up the banner and you see a a door behind it that seems to be unlocked. And you open it and walk through the wall to see Idril um, resting in some grass. And Squall on a bench in a courtyard that you were. And Alrighty. I don't know if you can. Oh yeah, you can see Thea and Guntha off in the ways. Yeah. Is this ceremony over? Um, at that time too, they do seem to be wrapping up and rolling the uh, the parchment up that they'd been using the long scroll almost, and the dragonkin is packing away his drums. And all of the the satchel is empty that he's been holding there and dumping ashes uh, slowly into the center of these mushrooms. But I would say your hour would have been up in that time, too, just probably about at this time, just for convenience sake. Yeah. I was going to say that I was probably going to turn anyway. Yeah. Um, Was this guy a wood elf or a high elf? I don't remember. High elf. Okay. So i would probably return back to my regular self before the hour Uh, like as soon as i see that they're like wrapping up okay oh boy oh i walked in oh oh my (laughs) and i'm the giant I'm gonna, but first I'm gonna walk up to the elf guy. Okay. If he's done. He looks over to you and, and seems startled. Whoa! How, uh, I thought you were just a giant uh, owl come here to observe the passing of our, of my kin. But apparently you're of my, my kin. Yeah, I was a bird a second ago, but. I was just, I was trying to be respectful, but also your brain gets a little bit small. Um, where are you from? Oh, a small village not too far from here, on the other side of the straits, just past the, um, just past the, the land bridge towards, um, And he says your hometown. I'm blanking. Yeah, what is my hometown again? Because I'm trying to remember right now, too. (laughs) 
I'll I'll find it in a second if you give me. I just I I just set it in, and I've been googling a lot. I will say <laughs> in the last few weeks, so my brain is Byzantium. Not... Yeah, there we go. Byzantium. Byzantium. That's what he says. Okay. Did you pass through Byzantium to get here? No, they were much farther north in a much larger settlement. Seems they've been mostly enslaved there. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask about. Are they experiencing something similar to what's going on here? Oh, it's much worse. He just kind of hangs his head in sorrow. I'm sorry to hear you're you're from there. You you anyone that's there is more than likely slaves or killed now. He just looks up to you. Is it the sorrow, same cultists? Sorrow in his eyes, and he says, yes, it was the neophytes. Hmm. How did you get here, or why did you come here? Well, uh, we'd been lucky enough to hear of Byzantium's... Um, downfall and kind of got ahead of the waves that led out from there. You can see some of them crashing against these walls here and we were chased in front of them. We were luckily too also a larger group that were able to keep some of the smaller neophyte groups at bay. We'd had some warriors among us mainly though they were hunters and farmers and such. They've made so it all... So some people... Some people made it out of Byzantium? We were of a small village outside of Byzantium. I'm not so sure about Byzantium itself. It didn't seem like we'd run into anyone in our passing. Are you a warrior? Or are you more of like a spiritual guy? Oh, I'm... Uh, yes, very much spiritual. <laughs> kind of brushes his high-collared coat. Uh, I... I have you spent much time in our cities? Uh... uh, to be honest, no, but I'm pretty concerned about um, the neophytes. Oh, aren't we all? How long do you think you'll stay here? I'm here pretty much indefinitely at this time. I mean... Till there's something done with the neophytes and their strongholds in the far, far north, they're, they're even worse. It's even worse there. As to what I understand, they'd come to Byzantium in force and have made it their capital. Well, thanks for the information. Certainly. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Josh, what time is it in this world? Um, you guys are looking at probably uh, the approximation of like 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Um, okay, there you go. Everyone, news. Um, by that time, too, Real quick. <laughs> Mom, a, um, just going to your side of things as uh, some of the other proceedings were going on when you were searching around over there, Shia, you were served a um, nice 
glazed, um, not it, it's more caramelized onions and um, carrots and some potatoes. It looks like just quickly did, stirred. Did up. I get that too? Y you got it in like a plate. Yep, he the cook had come over and just set it in front of you. No, no, no. with some bread. Oh, I can certainly do so. And he walks over to the pantry, grabs a loaf of bread, and sets it down next to you. No, no, no. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, you're good. I was looking at some of the hunga stuff. Zeph, you should be good. You're, you guys are getting a little munchy, too, because you've missed lunch by this point, I'd say, for the most part. Yeah. I just learned that my family probably died, so I'm probably not thinking about food or really <laughs> listening to Shia. I'm probably just like not attentive at this moment. Yes, now you know how it feels. As you guys were all chatting about, and my hometown was being destroyed. So yes, we need to. Um, where's the rest of the group go? As I, I reference to Idril and Thea. Mm. I don't know. Out that door. After. Mm. Oh, yeah, what she said. Do we, do, do, do we have little speaky guys? Yeah. yeah. The torques? Mm hmm. Is yours working? Because it wasn't working before. I don't know. Is it the neck? I, I've lost track which one it is. Is it the wrist or neck? It's the torque. It's on your neck. Necklace. Okay. I do the neck thing. Just like tap and, it uh, and kind of... Go ahead. And uh, you, you're like, me make. Come in, me make. Oh. <laughs> oh. You just logged off. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Ignore that call. Ignore. Send the voicemail. That was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just a big button, big red button. I had to push it. Um, so, uh, you know. Can she take a message? Yeah. <laughs> Mimei's mean, I mean, response comes back, but, you know, mouthful bop. Yeah, bop. Uh, can you can you come back, Mime, or maybe we can all head to where Mime is? Um, yeah, I got I got food. Give me like five minutes. I'm gonna finish eating this, and I'll head back out. There's some uh, armor. I got I got myself some uh, some uh, breastplate. I recommend you know taking advantage of that storeroom. But uh, I'll be there shortly. Well, 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 I'm just going to hold this down and I'm going to talk um, while you're eating. Sorry. <laughs> I just, I feel like there's something about to happen and, and I want to address this sooner rather than later because we, it seems that we need to perform our, uh, we got approval to do the electric shocky water thing, but we have to perform this ASAP because Tonight is um, Solheim, which is 
um, a night where the uh, dead rise and are we perform a ritual that it involves turnips to keep the dead at bay. Well, the the turnips are currently in the basement with all our buried dead. And I just have a really bad feeling about this, that something, and then at the same time, we're supposed to protect the city. I am not sure what to do. I don't know. I mean, can we use the dead? Can we use the dead to attack the neophytes? As you're saying this to the Donar comes up to you, Mame, completely oblivious of the fact that you're talking on the thing, kind of leans up against the counter that you're eating on and kind of just head head shakes towards you. I see see you busy there. I'll I'll wait until you're done. Oh, I got to get his voice going again. Damn it. Mame nods at him. Good idea. Yeah, so, uh, what if we can, like, I mean, I'm assuming we can't, you know, reason with the dead, but if, what if we can, like, you know, funnel them? Because I'm assuming they're gonna be zombie-like, they're gonna, like, attack. So what if we can, like, build, you know, sort of, like, maze walls that lead them out? I don't this could be, this could not be a, this could be a bad idea, but, um... Either way, I think I'm with you. We need to we need to get the turnips away from the dead people. Or, I mean, we have to either attack now before this ritual, so that we're able to. I mean, I think we need to gather the people. I need to gather the brothers, but father was being all cryptic and shit. And I have no idea where they are. What was his plan? I didn't hear of a plan. Oh. Sounds like a good idea. How are we going to... Because they have to help us carry out our plan. How are we going to communicate with them for timing? Um, I mean... Because if we attack... Go ahead. I think we need to collect them. I need to get everyone. Um, but I think we need to get everyone. I don't know particularly how to do that. Donner? Can you? I heard Donner's voice. Can you ask him? He'd oh, followed me. Out. No, he'd followed you out <laughs> as you were. Oh, okay. He was like, yeah, he was like, oh, hello. Again, sister. Uh, funny meeting you here. As a fruit fly on a ripened banana. Uh, <laughs> hope there's some ripened bananas. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ridiculous. Put it in your pants, Donner. How do you get how do we get our brothers here? Oh, um Hmm. Well, father does have a way to communicate with them, I've noted. He hadn't taught me of such magical techniques, it seems. You guys are communicating pretty fluidly. That's pretty cool. Yes. 
we can find your brothers, we can use the buddy system and give them torques as long as, you know, we stay yeah. together. I think so. Do we have right. torques to, to distribute? No, I'm saying, like, as long as one of us is with one of them, like, oh, as long as right. someone has a torque. But finding them, I guess, is going to be the first thing to tackle. Agreed. Are these bows? Yes, they are just uh, long bows there sitting on the... Apparently used for practice. The DM. Hint, hint, hint. There's some long bows. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I thought the I thought the uh, ripened banana joke was good enough there. <laughs> um, I'm only proficient in firearms. I don't think bows would these bows if they're long bows they're probably about as long as like as tall as I am. That would mm-hmm. be pretty silly. I don't think I need one, but be a bad day. Um, hmm. So I guess back to father, and then. Maybe you guys go down in the basement. Is there like a? Oh, this is what I was going to ask. Um, does anybody have any type of like hiding spell? Um, can we? It, I understand thermology with us, but like, can the warlock still be with us? You mean by hiding? Do you want to hide the turnips? Yeah. Because there's probably too many turnips for us to carry, right? Even, I'm assuming there's a lot. What if we light them on fire? Mm, nope. No. Nope. I have sanctuary. <laughs> I extinguish my fire. <laughs> Hide the turnips. <laughs> oh, I've blessed. I've created to destroy water. We can just, you know, submerge them for a while. Looks like you've made it back out to the courtyard too, Zeph. Yeah, I don't really have anything. I mean, I can disguise myself, but that's it. Isn't there like a pass without a trace? Does that work on turnips? <laughs> I have that, but I don't think it's a it's a turnip related spell. <laughs> Come on. Spell that only targets turnips. <laughs> What if that existed? It probably does. Okay, so, I'm sorry, are we trying to figure out how to get more turnips from, like, where the neophytes are? No, we're trying to figure out how to safeguard the turnips that are stored right next to where everybody's buried. Because the turnips are part of a ritual that keep the dead where they are. So. I don't know. There's some connection, we're assuming, between the turnips and the dead. Well, should we just use the turnips to make sure that the dead don't rise? Instead of trying to, like, protect them? Just actually use yeah, them Yeah, probably. Them. I'm just afraid that... I don't know. The neo people are going to somehow communicate with the dead to like destroy the turnips. It just 
The DM is smiling, and I'm anxious now. I'm just smiling because because I came up with a ritual for turnips, and uh, the amount of times that we've said turnips in this episode has made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm so smiling. So let's just do the ritual. When when is the traditional time that the ritual's done? It is tonight. But why do they wait so long? It's because that's, it's the timing of the ritual. I be, am I correct, Josh? You are correct, yes. It's like a timing thing. You okay. have to do it like the stroke of the 12th hour. Um, so I think my worry is that we're going to do this ritual. In the middle of the ritual, We're going. they're going to attack us. So... Oh, so we need to attack them first. But what if right. in attacking them we start fighting and miss the the, the, the twelfth hour? Yeah. yeah. That we're in a rope conundrum. Got a real pickle here. Guys, uh, why don't we kill everyone in my hometown? <laughs> why don't we like have certain people? Because like I don't know how much help I would be with like a ritual. But what if, like, but I know I can fight, so what if we have some people, like, set up to do the ritual, and then people guarding those people? Josh, are you raising your hand? No, sorry, I was making noise unintentionally, is all. And I was carrying myself. Okay. Unintentionally, sure. Right. <laughs> okay, um... Well, your father has to have um, some number of royal guard or royal army at his disposal. Can we go, like, rally the troops and set them as sentries? Yeah. I think that, I think that if you guys go down, I have an assumption where these turnips are. If you guys go down investigate the turnip situation just to make sure because I had some uh, apothecary uh, hint that downstairs was the worst the weakest point of our defense system and we're what if we try to move the turnips to someplace safer well where would that be I don't know. We're in a castle in the, I don't know, in the center. <laughs> so, it, evaluate the turnips. Let me know. I'm going to go talk to my dad, see if we can get all the brothers together. Who's okay, evaluating so how do we get to the, the turnips? turnips? And where do we go? So, I guess you just like points to all of you guys. And it is in a courtyard, which... Alright, so... It's back through here. Is there a... Yeah, I should have made, like, an actual door for it, but I didn't. That's what I was talking to myself, like, offhandedly about earlier. It was like, well, that was dumb. I made, like, three doors through a wall, and then I forgot to make a third, like, a man door-sized door. Because I was worried about the big doors. Give me a minute. I can make an actual one. You 
It's through this door. <laughs> yeah. And you 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 walk behind some bushes and you actually point out the door basically and you're like, "Oh." I figure it tracks. That's one of the safeguards for the turnips. Yeah. So nobody yeah. knows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speak friend yeah, and enter. It wouldn't be in the heavily marked pathway. No, it's in the bush. We have a main door in the bush. <laughs> uh-huh. It makes a lot of sense. I don't know what you're talking about. So, the other thing that's happening is that we have this main gate, and then it seems like the obvious way to go, but then there's two stairwells flanking the gate, that seem pretty easy to get into. Concern. Are they locked? What is what the situation? Where do the stairwells go to? They go outside. So, she would draw the map. Oh my god, some buttery fingers. <laughs> Come on. She draws them out. And she says, she draws this map here. And she says, the front gate is, well, so there's two front gates. There's, let's say there's a, there's a front front gate. No, give me a second. There's a front front gate. There's a second gate. The second gate has been, or the first gate has been broken down. Whoop, there she is. And the second gate is still standing, has a pile of their own bodies in it. <laughs> there. So first gate, that's been broken down. Now this is the second front gate, and you have this main wall, and then you have these stairs flanking both sides that seem to be able to access. I didn't... I remember seeing them in a flyover. I guess I don't know. I, I looked at the picture the DM gave me and I put two and two together because I'm an architect and he can't help that. So... <laughs> so... I was up on top... Son of a... I was up on top of this wall and I notice that there's two stairs that go down. Okay. So it's like in between the front, the first gate and the second gate, the first gotcha. gate is down. So it makes me nervous. So I'm just wondering if those are actually, um... oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Words are escaping me. If those stairs are actually like, useful, if they're not just like ornamental, or if they're not just like false, false stairs if they're meant to like distract and divide your enemy when they're attacking i could be completely full of shit but <laughs> or, or if they go up to like the battlements or whatever if they can get down from there or i don't know are they just gonna be up there i don't know like do they are they functional functional is the word i was looking for are they functional stairs for like people of the castle to use or are they ornamental or are they like purposely a dead end they just like lead to the like the castle wall to like my my assumption is you're guarding a castle wall 
and you have your first gate and your second gate, and it's for the people that are on the first gate to run up on top and start shooting people. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So yeah, then that would be an issue. We should guard that. Mm -hmm. Does anybody have a spell? Do I have a spell? Wait a second. Sorry, Tchaikovsky, you have spells. Yeah, Nimba. Nimbasol? I do have minor illusion. Sarah, you're an idiot. You're an absolute sorry. <laughs> okay. So what if what if I cast minor illusion on the stairwell that goes down to the turnips and make it look like a flat four or a door in front of it that you can't get into? You could do that, but we would have to keep them away from it, because I think once they touch it, to the best of my knowledge about that spell, is that the illusion goes away. Could we put, like, an object in front of it? Like a sleeping squall, or a, <laughs> <laughs> or a bookshelf, or a... <laughs> it's more like gate, I think. <laughs> we can paint no. a eyes, like a wake eyes on him, and you seem to have put in a real contraption here. <laughs> <laughs> still I don't think this is the part Josh intended us to get caught up on. <laughs> no. I don't know anymore. I, I just create things, whatever they get, they will, are. <laughs> we will pick apart everything, whether it's the turnips. The turnips are not safe. <laughs> I can put one pathway ahead of you, and it will be no. We're going to dig through this wall, so we'd find a way to argue about it. First. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I'm I'm currently this, this trying to get into that other place, Josh. Yeah, I can I can get everybody there. I I tried to make it while you were talking. It sort of worked, but it didn't really fully work. But that's Ooh, also because of a uh, pillar. Of Astral's struggle with doors, as we found. Yeah. It looks like there's like two doors on top of each other right now. Yeah, that's basically because that wall is a thickened wall too, so that was. Mm, okay. Why is the floor discontinuous? Does this mean it's, something? It's all just haphazard stone. Um, it seems well placed. Oh, is okay. In this, in. In the sense that, like, it, it's all natural, but uh, some of it was obviously cut from somewhere, so it's just floor. Do I see bad shit? <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong campaign. <laughs> um, I mean, so, unless it's applicable, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't think you see any bad shit. You can roll a perception if you I really want. No. <laughs> okay. I point you in the direction. I'm like, I kind of step forward and. So it's down this hall, that hall, and to the left, there's a kind of a stairway down. And then I'll be up on that stair, and then I'll come down shortly to join you. Or oh, I'll stop. Is this another armory? Yes, past the armory. Huh. Okay, sit down these stairs. Yes. Hey, Josh, I'm starting. Oh, okay, I got you. I think. Are we a group of all girls right now? How did that happen? Uh, I mean, other than John, obviously. Our, our one uh, male is 
MIA. MIA. <laughs> Taking a nap on a bench. Yeah. It's interesting because the other, other group is also a lot of females. Mm -hmm. Yeah, besides Josh, there's just Ike and Johnny are the only two males. Interesting. Oh. Josh, I head up the stairs. Head down the stairs, you mean? Or, oh, up the stairs. I got you now. I'm following you. I was looking at everybody else heading down the stairs. And is you're... There, is there... Okay. What? And you guys are heading down the Nothing. stairs? Yeah. All right. Yeah. The, I are you... our motion anymore. <laughs> are you following... Because you're kind of farther behind, just making sure here. Me, I'm following whoever is down here. I just, I can't really tell what's going on. Okay, I'm assuming you're doing the same too, Idril. I know that you were like much farther behind, um, because of the door thick situation. But I was assuming you were following everyone, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I just lost them. Okay. I found them. There you go. I think I got everybody there now. But Where you guys you? go down the the stairs and see an individual who seems to be casting magic repeatedly, uh, uh, apparently small magic because he's only waving his hands around. And you see turnips flying out of one crate and going into another crate. And when one flies out of the crate, it's originally its own shape, but then it turns into a skull shape that he turns turns it into and into the others into the side there where he's putting him. Rima's gonna walk up to him and pull his head his hood off. His head off. His, head, his, his hood. Jesus, <laughs> Rima. Sleight of hand. Uh. <laughs> wait, is there another guy right here? There's a dragonborn right by the stairs, wait. That's Shia's yeah, brother you recognize. Mom. Yeah. God damn it. Did this not go through? I did Who not see. Right up Mime's ass. Yep. Just kind of like, like a lost puppy right now. <laughs> oh, crap. I'm refreshing, so my roll will hopefully go through. Okay. I was check trying to check on I don't on know why it does this. D&D &D Beyond. It's liver and onions. <laughs> Surprise. Slide of hand. Oh my goodness, what is going on? I'm going to give you a minute. Because, uh, Shia, you went up here to talk to your dad. Yeah. So I run up the stairs. And sorry, my dinner right now. Um, had been there. Not bad. No. Salty. No. Technically corn. It's a vegetable. Um, it's a grain. It's a whole grain. Oh yeah, there you go. Um, I run up and say, uh, "Father, can you?" Um, I think we need to execute our plan ASAP. Can you reach out to our brothers? Ni, uh, 
turns around to you, uh, Lars, who seems to have uh, suited up completely. He's got a helm on, full helm on now too, and he's got his greaves and boots and such on. Um, he turns, he turns back to you, and he goes, "Um, I think we're about ready here. Um, your brothers shouldn't be far." And you, you just hear dunk, 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 and then it sounds like something had fallen onto the onto the roof, and you just hear a clattering and a running, and poof, almost identical to your father three. Um, no. <laughs> More oh dragon can God. run in. Yep. Who is my dad? And uh they they run in all all three of your other brothers run in uh at that moment to to report to your father. They kind of jump in front of you actually, kind of push you out of the side and they salute to him. And just uh, say, Commander. Not even Father. And he um, goes. He goes. Well, here they are. I guess they haven't really been uh, briefed. Do uh, you want to try and give it a hand, daughter? And they, yes. they, they are taken aback. They almost look at each other, and they're like, they slowly turn around hesitantly to face you. Like, what is this development? What is going on? Get over it. Um, yeah, so... Actually, question, hats off. Did we figure out how they were going to be flying above? Oh, the dragonborns? Or dragonkin? Uh -huh. mm, you guys hadn't thought of something of that, as far as I know, but I don't know. Um... Mm -hmm. Your brothers? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are four of you, including yourself, and a fifth if you include your father. I don't think we talked about flying. Hmm. You guys have, um, she reaches or talks to her. Were, were, were we just going to attack from, like, the top of the wall down at the enemies? But I thought we were going to use the flying carpet. Yeah, we were going to. Well, so, Bree, it's too far. Our breath weapon's 30 feet. Oh, so uh, okay. A brain. Over. Because the campsites are 50 feet. Um, I can only assume that's like a hundred feet before the campsites from the outer wall. So, um, brothers, do you have flying carpets? They look between each other and, uh, go, uh, the one in the middle, who they seem to look to first, just uh, turns his head and looks over at their dad, and he kind of just shakes his head with a grin on his face. And he, he turns back to you and says, I, I, I believe we've 
We can acquire such, yes. Perfect. That is what I wanted to hear. So, we will be flying over. We have two magicians that are going to be setting off water and flooding the area. We'll be flying over and um, using our breath weapon to electrocute the red-caped men. The neophyte sister? Is that who you're referring to? Yes, they don't deserve their name to be used. Hmm. Astute observation. Sarah's way of not remembering. <laughs> Well, I mean, if Father's okay with this, yep, we're gonna give her plan a try. Hmm. All right. Sorry, guys. Um. Where are the buying carpets? Who are you asking? Um. Them. The brother, the father, the father. They just uh, kind of look between each other and look back to the father, and he says, "Ah, well, um, they will take a little bit of time to get here. I mean, don't just carry around flying carpets and all. Um, I know Donar has one, and he can go and requisition a few pretty quickly." Um, so then I do Pichu on my neck. And, um, I say, uh, come in, guys. I'm talking to the group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Donner still with you? Yep. Um, can someone ask him, uh, to assemble flying carpets? I think we'll need, so there's Donner... Maybe they'll we'll go instead of two or so Donner's carpet and then myself. I don't think we need more than four. And then two so then I guess we need three more. Tell him to find three more. Yeah. And then I know that you guys are gonna I don't know where you guys are gonna be situated. Um, the range of tidal wave is 120 feet, so I guess I could be further away. Okay. And then Mimi, I believe you have the create water. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> I see your tests coming through, by the way. Later. <laughs> wow. So you 
um, grab for the top of his hood, and you kind of catch him off guard as he'd been focused on his task, if a little lackadaisically. And uh, the hood falls down, and he turns to you with his hands up, almost like he was going to cast another spell, but sees that you're all not wearing... not who he thought he it would be, and he goes, Ah, oh, what, what, what... It's a gnome under the hood, and he, he goes, What's, What is... What are you guys doing down here? You rolled so well that his head flew off. <laughs> <laughs> I just give him some finger guns. Tell him I really like turnips. Not skulls. <laughs> well, we need these turnip skulls for the placing of such to ward off the spirits. For a Salheim night. Uh, do you, don't you know? So, you, it's not just raw turnips? You have to do something to the turnips ahead of time? Yes, yes. We have to uh, prep them for Salheim's night and uh, get them looking in their ap- ap- appropriate scariness so as to blend in and uh, not uh, evoke the spirit's wraths. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch the torque and like while this conversation is going on, I'm gonna um, talk to Shia and basically ask her if this is typical of the ritual. Yes, she would say yes. <laughs> okay, then I look over at Mimi and give her like just like a little nod of like approval. Mimi returns back to the gnome guy and says, carry on. Good. Do your your duties. Just check in. I turn. Go ahead. (laughs) I was just making sure you know what you're doing. I'm going to turn to Donar and say... Your sister rang, and she says that we need three more carpets. Can you get those? Uh, I mean, I could, I guess. I was kind of enjoying uh, your guys' company, though. I mean, it's a little boring back there. Anyways, I guess I'll go. He just stalks up the stairs, looks back askantly over his shoulder, and goes... (laughs) Good to know that saving your town is a priority. He is the youngest brother. Get him some yeah. slack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Might take one of these uh, bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where did Mime just go? To the wine. <laughs> <laughs> Can I assess how many turnips there are? Um, you you see that he's standing in front of two open crates, even though I only have one visible. But there is a a couple others there that seem to be full of already skull shaped turnips. This seems to be the last crate he's working on. Can I make a check to see like how many we're talking? Uh. Yeah. Didn't we come up with like something that should be mathematical? Is it like intelligence? Would be an intelligence check. 
I think that's right. Mm. That makes sense too, because you're kind of like counting. You're using your mind, brain, muscle thing. That thing. Yeah. Uh, it was bad. Seven. You're like, whoa, that's a lot of turnips. It's probably like 40 billion there. I don't know. I press the torque and I'm like, there's like 10 turnips here, guys. Ten, <laughs> <laughs> is that correct? Hmm. Only 10 turnips? No. No, there's a lot. I, I can't tell how many, but there's a lot. They're in crates. Most of them are skulls. Sounds good. What else were we doing in this basement? Taking bread. These both bread? Um. No. So like, this is a flatbread, and this is like uh, a like a baguette or a roll. I guess they could be both bread. Yeah, sure. I thought it was corn <laughs> when I was going back into my memory, and I wasn't looking at the map. That I thought it would be corn, and I was like, that doesn't make sense in the context of anything. So. Yeah, it's more bread. I mean, it can be. Okay. Yeah, um, the one's more of like a flatbread, though, and that one's like a baguette. I'm just going to uncork the wine bottle that I took and like just stand here and just sip it out of the bottle. And what is this thing? Roll a constitution for me, Zeph. I am. Okay. And what you're looking at. Thea is like a blank book. There seems to be some tally numbers on it though, up towards the front. And it kind of counts, has a count of different things that you presume are in the stock room or were in the stock room. Some of it's crossed out. But you're flipping through and you see some of the last entries in the last like couple pages of uh, turnips. And you see an approximate, approximate sign with uh, a rounded off figure of like 10,000. There's like 10,000 turnips here. Over. Is, is that a lot? Is that too too few? Is that a... That sounds like a lot. If they get turned into dead people or whatever, that's a lot. <laughs> sounds good. Later we can turn up. Uh. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Did you just drag him a lot? Yeah. I got a whopping eight for my constitution. That was definitely a fail. I was trying to get back to the uh, <laughs> the. Good ass why. Yeah, I'm not used to wine. It's always ale. Uh, I found the how to have sex. Now I need to find how to have, how to get drunk. <laughs> uh, um... Oh, there it is. How to get drunk. Um, it's loading. So... I'm going to walk up to this. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Once you're done. I was just going to say you're tipsy right now, and you gain the advantage on charisma-based checks and saving throws. Yeah. 
Hmm. Um, you're going to walk up to the gnome, I'm assuming. Back to the gnome, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be like, there's a, there's a lot of turnips here. Don't you, like, need some help? Shouldn't oh. you have a friend? Why are you down here by yourself? Well, I could make the casting go quicker, but honestly, I just really don't want to be up there with the other wizards and such. They're generally bo- not just boring, but they really are about this fighting, and I'm not really about this fighting. I'd rather be down here. Yeah, but isn't, like, turning the turnips into skulls important for the ritual? Like- exactly. Hence why they haven't bothered so- me. Right, but, like, how many people usually are in charge of this task? Oh, well, we've got more in town, don't worry. These are just for the wall. I mean, there's... There's more turnips in town? Mm Mm-hmm. I've already sent off another five of these crates back into town. So these are extras? Oh, no, no. These are just for the wall, like I was saying. I would love that this is just a fucking jack-o'-lantern and we have become you son of a bitch (laughs) okay uh (laughs) we are like so caught up in these jack-o'-lanterns and like i you say ritual like it means something josh and that's just cruel it's (laughs) cruel you're setting us up for halloween right yeah of course (laughs) but Uh, should I bring There's... turnips? They used to use turnips instead of pumpkins because pumpkins are not native to Europe. Right. I'm gonna tell Shia that there's a bunch of turnips everywhere. It's not just at the wall. <laughs> they got them everywhere. They lost them. They're everywhere. They're... <laughs> well, it seems the turnip thing is going okay. Um. So, uh, why, why don't you come up and um, let's 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 advise this. Let's start this uh, far plan. I didn't quite understand that. Revise. Shouldn't we wait to attack until after the ritual time? Because if not, we might miss the ritual time. Our battles seem to take a long time. Yes, but this should be a quick. I mean, we're flooding the area and we're electrocuting everyone. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> I don't I know what's going uh, on. <laughs> I'm going to say toodaloo to the little gnome dude and <laughs> go back up the stairs. Just... Does everyone need to be there Sleep. for this ritual? Um, so your your understanding of it is that like everyone has to should participate in it in at least placing like a couple turnips, but you place them in key points around just in different areas to uh, ward off the spirits. They the general understanding is they have like a certain radius that they protect of the earth and places in placement of them. You haven't really believed in it since your youth, but you're kind of questioning some of the things you, because of the fact that you have seen the dead actually rise, which is understandable. I have a question. Who actually performs the ritual, though? Um, 
everyone. It's kind of like a joint ritual. In place, so in placing. Ritual, yeah, I was just gonna. I'm gonna mansplain here. The ritual. <laughs> the ritual is the placing. So it's not like a casting of. Oh, a okay, okay. The placing of these skeleton turnips. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Go oh, on. so it's not like precise or anything. It's like no, a... it's like everyone needs to place a jack o' lantern in a certain radius so that the ground is covered and no oogly booglies come out of this is the best month of the year this is my favorite month the fact that it turns october and all of a sudden we're like this is the norm <laughs> is just like my favorite thing about this time of year <laughs> yes okay i um, follow everyone else yeah i'm just gonna follow you guys are heading up upstairs right um I'm going to drink some more of my wine. Yes, it's a productive <laughs> journey, right? We got wine, we got bread. So I am not necessarily needed for the attack. Sorry, so, that was... You're not necessarily needed what? For the attack. Ah. So I, um, like, threw my torque into the people near me. I asked if um, they would like me to stay down here to, like, monitor the turnips in case something goes wrong and then I can let you guys know like if like, the dead start walking down here or like turnips go bad or something. I think that went first. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of throwing it out there as, like, an idea to see, like, you know, do you guys think this is a good idea? Maybe not. It makes me originally nervous, like, separating the group and putting you all down there by yourself. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's the only mm -hmm. thing that really... Like, I think it's a great idea, but... Yeah, I just don't think it's going to be a one-and-done thing, the battle. I think that we're going to do our best to surprise them with this attack, but I don't think that it's going to just take out an entire army, so I, I don't know. I think we'll be fighting for a while. But at that point, she can, or he, sorry, Idril, he, right? Yeah. Yep. He yeah. can run up the stairs and then go and the gate is right there so he's not in a bad position yeah like i could run up like right after like the ritual is supposed to be finished because i'm a you know i typically i use my longbow so i don't need to be like in the field oh yeah yeah in addition you can just run up and shoot some people yeah, I mean, like, if I get in the field, I have weapons I can use, but they're not what I'm best at. It's up to you. I, uh, I, I vote I. I'm in favor. I think it's, I think it'll be okay. Me, me? I or nay? I, I would say nay. But you guys, 
What do I know? <laughs> Three verse Thea? one. Sounds. Oh, Thea. Decide sure. to vote. I, I trust whatever Idril thinks is best, I trust. Oh. All right. Zeph? Uh, Zeph? Um, yeah, I'm just going to go with majority rules. All right. We have had three eyes and an A. Majority rules. And, uh, All right. I will keep watch. We've and never done democracy before. Any bit. <laughs> this is my ruling. I'd like to, I'd like to keep a, this is how I think, I like, this is how I think a kingdom should be. We're, we're in the, we're in the city now, so we have to be civilized. Yeah. Well, my father rules in his own way. Um, and they've been so, observing you, um, dictating this to, to your companions that they can't quite hear from your necklace, but. I'm just like, copper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but the moment you sense any danger please please run oh yeah i will like say something to you and then like get out of there cool Alrighty. what's this josh i'm not sure if you heard me but i was gonna say i take another like drink of wine as we're going up the stairs but i you did say I did hear, and I see the f five, so mm -hmm. you are now buzzed. Thea needs a drink. Wait, oh, I'm gonna God. hand over the uh, oh, bottle of wine to Thea. Yes. <laughs> no. So now My you have prepare for a Now you have for a disadvantage on dexterity based oh, checks. Oh no! I got a natural one. <laughs> and on my you you are tip. <laughs> You were tipsy, so you gain ad advantage on your charisma-based ones currently. Thea, you, you, th you think you're awesome. Um, everything is awesome. Yep. <laughs> and, and Zeph, you were already there of thinking everything's awesome, but now you're kind of like a little dis discombobulated. Everything's really awesome now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're not noticing. The two of us are like strutting. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Okay. Um, and what time is it now? And it is getting on to the evening hour, so like around the dinner time. Um, and uh, where did you go? Yep. Where did he go? Just had a hold of Donner and then I lost him. Maybe I can... Uh... Did he get those carpets? I was just going to say while you guys were talking about that, the or Chia, you'd heard a thunk on the roof again, and uh, <laughs> clattering off, and Donner dancer, <laughs> Vixen, too early, too early, <laughs> and Donner. It's ironic. It's a clacking on the roof. <laughs> yep, yep. Comes. I should have named your brothers after. Sh shovel, sh um. Um, shoveling his way through his other brothers up to the f next to you on your side, holding the rolls of carpet that are kind of uh, all little twitching at the at the corners. He says, "Well, I've uh, gotten the three you asked for, Father. Perfect, Mother, uh, Sister. Ah, yes, it was you, Sister, that did relayed the message. Yes, yeah. yes, it is me. 
she like straightens her chest a little bit more. Um, coo, 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 coo. So, um, my team is currently on their way up, and um, what we are going to do is we're going to have so Thea, you are a caster, and Mimei is a caster, correct? Fine, caster. I mean, I'm a cleric. You're making okay. water happen. When, like, oh, how yes, far indeed. away? Like, how close do you have to be? Uh, let's look. Create or destroy water. 30 feet is my range. Son of a beach. Son of a beach. I can create up to 10 <laughs> gallons. Or no, it falls as a rain in a 30-foot cube. So... What's the possibility of Thea turning into a giant eagle again, carrying Mime and casting a zero? <laughs> I can't cast if I'm an animal. No! Mm -hmm. I can carry somebody and fly. Okay. And Mime is small, so. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So you can fly. You carry Mime. Mime casts water. And then did we discover how far that goes? Don't like, Don't the carpets hold two people? Oh, that is true. So we could have Mime and Thea on our back with us. I could be on the wall, I think. I have 120 feet. Feel better if it was if you were there and then you like swept. I don't know. I, I don't think it hurts to have you on the carpet. Okay. In action. Are we freezing these guys as well or are we just electrocuting them because i know at one point we discussed like me and i think donar freezing he is freeze right or does he have poison no, he is gassing okay um i think the plan we updated it with having my brother in that all okay. and so we're going to do a full storm so, Mime, what was your question, though? You were down here. You said something. I wanted to know what's in this room. So what you're visibly seeing is an individual that uh, seems to be mixing a few different ingredients, and the shelves are lined and filled with um, varying oddities as well. You can only presume to be those ingredients that she's making over there. And the individual Gonna... is wearing, like, leaves, like, giant leaves as clothing, basically, and they're green from head to toe. Ah. I'm gonna, uh, you know, enter just through the doorway. I don't want to interrupt, but I'm gonna say real loud, what's up? Oh, uh, uh, it's a concentrated over here, sorry. Didn't hear you come in. I was, uh, looking at, uh, making some potions. I've gotten a good bit down in the cellar already just uh 
per the per the king's order, I've been making potions for the the troops. Where are you, Nick? I'm on this level with the above where the turnips are. Um, if you go north or up and to the left. You didn't make it all the way up? Like, all the way up the stairs? Y yes. I'm on the level with the armory. So we went up another set of stairs? Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't go up those ones. I came to some contact the lady. Um, uh, do you have any extra potions to spare, fair lady, green lady? Oh, Mrs. Um, well, I do save a few for myself, uh, if you know what I mean. And uh, she leans under the table and she goes, if you're looking for a good time, and she holds up the bl a blue liquid that's uh, in a blue bottle, but you can tell that the, the liquid inside is making it bluer. It's almost sapping all of the blue around it out. Seems like everything's less blue around it. And then the other bottle she's holding. But if you're looking to just, if you're, to, if as you were mentioning, some healing, it seems like uh, it's it'd be this guy here. And uh, it's kind of a greenish red. I'm always looking for a good time, but it's easier to have a good time when you're healed. <laughs> Spoken like a true cleric. <laughs> um, any anything you'd be willing to part with, you know, I'd be happy to take. I have some uh, some coins if you you know require. You know, I honestly, I've I would wouldn't mind um, for the the red bottle. I would say that's a, that's an easy simple gold but this this blue bottle i i've worked quite a while at it at my dis, my distilling and such it's uh, it's rather unique i haven't caught something else quite like it um that that's at least two gold that i i would take for that uh well i have let me let me tell you what i got I've, i'm a, an adventurer i've traveled far far across the land i have some interesting things i have some uh charms for magic making that i took from a a chanting lizard person I also have a deflated globe that they mm. were carrying with them. A globe? Um, Excuse me, I believe I'm holding all of your coin. <laughs> no. I have your coin. You do have coin. Mm. Everyone should be aware that they have coin that I've been carrying. I thought, no, I gave you guys coin pouches. You did? I gave you guys the 10G little pouches of happiness. 10,000? Nope. <laughs> 10k. Ten. 10g. 10 gold? Yeah. Five pouches containing, no, yeah, more. Five pouches containing roughly 40 GP. Yep. 40, okay. Because you'd made like 200 something with the mayor and such. Yep. So I have 40 gold. Yes. Correct. Um, Everyone can have a pouch. Yeah. I mean, well, gold. So I also have a stone golem heart. I have cherry <laughs> blossoms. I have <laughs> a Ooh. hot purple crystal that I took from a waterfall. I have you coils of rope. <laughs> 
I don't know what I would do with the half of that. The stone golem heart sounds intriguing, though. I'd gladly give you both of these bottles for that. Okay, I will. I will do a trade. I will take your your bottles, and you can have the stone golem heart. Deal. And she walks over proudly and uh, hands you the two bottles. They're both full to the top and corked. Um, how many ounces do you think there are in each? They're each like a hundred and twenty ounces, like a gallon. One hundred twenty-four is that what a gallon is? I forget. Cool. One hundred and eighty. 28 my bad 128 yeah ounces um one is red and it's a health potion for the yeah so what they've described it as yep and it's a good time the blue one's a good time potion uh-huh and put that in quotes <laughs> to give to it's probably more drugs <laughs> is that lsd is that what's in this <laughs> That'd be a lot of LSD, that's for sure. A gallon of LSD. <laughs> <laughs> She's been working on it a long time. Okay, cool. And she takes the stone golem heart gladly and thanks you profusely. Yeah. Good trade. Alright, I'm gonna go join everybody else now. Alright. Thank you. Good day. Good day, m'lady. Wonderful evening to you. Enjoy the sanguinity. Sanguinity. Oh, Sanguinity. I don't know. I work in. Uh... <laughs> you made that an adverb. Yeah, I did. This is. This I is have fine. Written. Okay. Yeah, if you want to take me to join the others, yeah. I helped you. <laughs> oh. What if, like, those of us that can't do anything with water or electricity, uh, Shia, would you feel better if we, like, stationed ourselves at the top of those stairs that you were worried about? In case, like, any of the neophytes are able to escape from the electricity and run, like, in the gate and up the stairs. Yeah, I think that's a good move. Because, like, me and, like, your one brother and then, like, some town's guard or whatever could be stationed up there. Like, either side. Uh, what's the giant doing? Oh, he's uh, battle ready, and he's kind of uh, seeming to get anxious at this point, and he's talking to your father, and but also to the whole room just because he's loud, and he proffers his shield and his hammer, and he says, Well, I'm about to off and ready to get some blood. I don't know about everybody else here. Oh, we're ready. And, uh, I guess we all get on a flying carpet and get going. Eee! <laughs> whole new world. So, <laughs> I... Um, Go ahead. I guess I'm just gonna... Fo I'll just follow 
like Shia's brother and this giant uh, to the wall. And yeah, Donar. Let me see if I can do this properly here. Probably not, but I'll give it a go. Um, select. Gosh darn it. Why can't I select both? Maybe I need to hold shift as well? No, that gives me distance. I can only select a group all at once. Oh, dang. Okay. I have to do this after that. All right. So... I was just going to move everyone out in front of the wall to get... Maybe I can. Here we go. It kind of gives you an idea of the carnage before you start going. Because the second part of this, of flying over their encampment, I haven't come up with the best way to do that. But as um, Lars is kind of getting ready, he just screams off almost unintelligible sounding noises. But you can kind of hear it echoed back at him, and over the wall climbs the giant that a uh, few other people had seen um, forging in full battle armor is ready as well. And uh, they're, the, they're standing here, and they're, they're saying, well, we've held this wall pretty much on our own from the outside. Um, we'll make it behind their battle entrenchment on here. And if you can fly over and behind and make sure to double back to get any stragglers, we'll hold this position. They are kind of holding off to either side of the path. Where am I? Where are you? You're over here with Gunther. I'm assuming Gunther actually stays behind, um, actually, in this scenario. Yeah. Have Gunther... I'm going to tell Gunther to follow Zeph. Oh, is Zeph staying behind too? Oh, that's right. I'm going to have him um, shadow her. So you go down yeah. those stairs, Zeph, which you found here. I'm going to give you a little bit. I know I'm jumping around a little bit here, but uh, it's because I'm figuring out how to move everybody like I want. So you you see these stairs here, right? Which Oh, hold on. I have a black screen. Okay. So I'm going back. I'm going to move you back so you just get an idea too of what she was talking about. Okay. So you're in this room, and before mm -hmm. she had left, she'd pointed off into this direction for the stairs that she had been talking about. Okay. Um, I know Thea has control of Gunther technically, but he's following behind at. The or command, and you see the stairs that I'm talking about now, and that she has been talking about. Is it like this yep. here? Yep. Okay. And it's going down. And... Would it be best... I'm gonna ask over my torque. Would it be best for me to be positioned at the top or bottom of the stairs? Like, should I be down there with the other people fighting, or should I be up here with these people up on the top of the wall. It depends on... Wait, aren't you flying Mime? No, Mime's on the back. Never mind. Uh, it depends on your type of magic. or If you're, like, more melee, not Mime. I don't have, I don't have magic. I punch stuff. I don't have, like, I don't... I can fly, but that's it. 
also yes relay is like interaction so then you'd want to be down below the stairs you're realizing that the stairs are relatively short so you you would go down them is what i was putting you down to and it you realize that the stairs actually lead to the top of the wall and battlements is where they are the walk way if you will on top of the wall and you're you can see over the ledge that there was a ladder that led up to the point past the stairs where did you go oh over here is where the ladder would have been that led down okay. into that um chamber that's in between the doors i'm going to just move you on the other side of that wall a, a little bit so that you can yeah. see because you're looking over a ledge right now basically down into that first chamber this is where that destroyed door was and there's a okay. big pile of corpses there but uh how tall is that ledge it's a good 25 almost 30 feet can you jump that far Zeph, or do you have feather fall or something um dm can i jump that fall you can I mean, you can fly you can levitate can't yeah. monks do crazy things though like I mean, I have, yeah, I mean, I can, I can fly down. Yeah, so maybe you're looking out until something goes wrong. And at the bottom of those stairs, you do see a ladder that goes up on top of one of the other battlements up higher to one of the towers with the ballistas ah i remembered what they're called and you can kind of see out and see your friends over the edge of the ballista if you were to go up there properly i'm guessing yeah you could ballista <laughs> there is somebody currently on it that you you kind of nod to that they're standing next to um yeah, I guess I'll just stand on the top of that, like, busted gate and kind of watch and see. Or, you know what? Maybe, I don't know. I guess I'll fly down. I'm, I'm going to come down, and I'm going to be at the bottom of that gate because I don't, I, I feel like me being able to be in close contact and punching stuff is going to be the most use Ew, look at those bodies. <laughs> if everyone else, like, if that's what everybody else thinks. Yeah, Gunther will blink to be with you. That's, okay. Yeah. That's what I was assuming, yes, too. Yeah, and I'm just gonna... I'm not even... I'm not gonna fly because we're not in, like, combat yet, so I'm just gonna walk down to the bottom of the gate. How'd you get down, the like, 30 feet from the ledge there, then? Well, can I... How did everybody else get out and get down there? I was assuming they went out to uh, the side of the tower and kind of like the that level that you went to and just flown off with the carpets. Oh, okay. Uh, then, yeah, I'll just fly down. I'll just use my... I'll just use my step of the wind. And you're, you, you do see them all standing out there, yep. Okay, you're good. I couldn't... I, sorry, I moved you. I was trying to see from your okay. vision. 
But yeah, so you guys are in front of there. I would say, other than holding on to the carpets, which um, would be sort of a role of an in itself, but I assume you're you doing as you described, basically, to the encampments. Um, I don't know if you're going to how you're how you're planning to do it to eat to each one of them or what because they're each of them are like a hundred feet across if you recall let me see here yes and let me see what i can accomplish with so are you following them currently ziff as you're flying or uh no i'm not gonna follow them i'm gonna land down here Next and to just giants. like yeah and i'm gonna let the giants know like just don't step on me and i will help you hold the wall oi we machin i'm also gonna i'm gonna get my quarter staff out and then i'm gonna reach into my backpack and get my uh dick staff out <laughs> Choice. Oi, that's a wobbly stuff you got there. <laughs> yeah, but it's effective. It'll be okay. Can he tell what it is? He's looking at it a little like <laughs> cockeyed, like, okay then. <laughs> um Oh, I found the carpet finally. I've been looking for this the whole time. Um Did we find the extra carpets? Yeah, I found all of them. Or, or, well, the one, and then I can copy it. But I'm also trying to figure out how to get you guys all over to the other map cohesively. Um, I can stop start dropping people, but it's going to be pretty confusing, I know. And then, I guess you can, maybe they're down here. Do you guys start seeing you come up the path into the forest? And I was going to say, I don't, I don't know exactly how you're going about this. So I know if you've described it in some essence and of strategy, but like, are you attacking one encampment first, going to another? You, the, what? You, I I don't know. I know I was gonna have you roll something to see how well it goes, but I just didn't know how. What your so attack plan? How is, often? How quickly plan. can we all cast our water? Yeah. How quickly can like how rapidly can we all cast our different um, things? We have to do it before initiative order starts. Cassidy says. Yes, I'm wondering if we should all, all of us together, attack one encampment at a time, or if we should split up and attack multiple encampments. I think we're going to be more effective and take out more people if we all cast at the same time at one target. I think the original plan was to split up and attack each of the four camps like separately, but... 
Yeah, I mean, this is where I don't particularly know how, like, I don't particularly know how create water fully functions because you're you're surrounded by you're surrounded by water right and so the concept is you say create water and you should create a floodplain hey here i'll send it to the chat so if i um it it really would depend on how the water thing goes if it if it's only able to flood one encampment, then we're going to attack one encampment at a time. Gotcha. So be, if I cast this with a level three spell slot, um, oh. I can create 40 feet. It rains over a 40 foot cube. So I don't know how, I know these encampments are pretty big. They're bigger than 40 feet. So Yeah, they are. That's okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I have create or destroy water too, but I also have tidal wave. So it seems like, and how many times can you cast tidal wave? Three. Okay, so maybe what we do is we do two encampments at a time. So. You, and I guess, do you have to have water, Cassidy, or Thea, to cast this? A drop talking... of water, but, like, that could be, like, out of my flask, you know? Like, and plus there's the river, or the stream. Yeah. So, because I was thinking, like, create water, so 10 gallons, that's not going to be enough to flood an area. So, run away! <laughs> no, I don't know. So, again, no, so it'll I be a 10 additional, so it'll be 30 gallons of water. It's still not enough to flood it, or if it rains, right? If you just want everything to get wet. Your other brothers are currently laying on these floating carpets and lounging, listening to you guys chat, and they're kind of just like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Do they all look the same? Other than Donar. They almost pretty much all look identical. <sighs> You're hard pressed to tell them apart at all. So. I would say that Thea would ask Tidal Wave. and knock out a bunch of people into the river i have never seen these areas you flew above them and know what they look like and it's your hometown i don't know where the river is but i will do whatever you think is best because you know this place i'm assuming currently too you guys are kind of let me see if i can do this actually for this map it might turn it off for everybody's map but we'll see we should be able to see everything yeah that's what i was just about to fix 
if I can. Oh wait, I know where it's at. It's in dynamic lighting. Turn it off. Okay. So yeah, you guys are like up a lot in the air. Like a hundred feet right now, presumably. Oh, I like this. I like looking at all this stuff. Yeah, what is this tree over here? <laughs> Very pretty. Yeah, we'll see. The, the 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 trouble with it is that you're normally on a different perspective, is all. You're not 100 feet up in the air. I like so, this tree. You're appreciating Squall's abilities much more, I assume, right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, wait, does Squall see this normally? No, I I normally have it off for him as well, but essentially he would. And I've I've showed him things like this before when he's like, I can just fly up there. What does it look like? <laughs> but I can't turn it off, like the dynamic lighting, just for one person. Okay. What are these um, lizard people? You're only getting a vague image of them up above, but yeah. They're so not then, normal humans. <laughs> Sorry. I say... You cast... Tidal Wave... And... We use a breath weapon. So we have two Dragonborns... Well, one dragonborn, because we can only use one breast weapon. So, you cast Tidal Wave, and it goes over the first, because you said it's 120. And I'm guessing it can go further. Like, it's a Tidal Wave. Like, I don't know the travel distance of it. It's a My range is 120, it's 30 feet long. Yeah, these camps are about 100 feet across. Just FYI. I counted. I was not lying to you. I promise. Oh, I don't, I don't remember when that information was given out. And we can try to attack one. And if it doesn't go well, we can always fly away. Yeah. I think that's a good start. Which one do we want to uh, start with? Let's do this one. First one. Ah, okay. The south... This guy? Eastern. I was wondering if I could look and see if there's anything different, but they all have the exact same people. It's the craziest thing. Well, so you know. we should almost instantaneously cast these things so that we don't run the risk of them becoming wiser to it. So, like, if we're doing water and electricity, we should do them almost at the same time before the initiative order. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, we can both, since your tidal wave is 30 feet and my cast, I can make it rain over 30 or 40. We can cover most of the encampment between the two of us. We both, you know, fire water at the 
code is going to be finger guns. On the count of finger guns, we do it. Then okay. the electricity people immediately after. I had yes. to reevaluate how high you guys were. You guys are up at like 200 feet right now. Just because normal seeing distances. See? You're oh, still. You're we're going to still... have to get closer, right? Yeah, height wise. Part of that reasoning yeah. is because if you're. If you were closer, some of these people might be shooting bows and arrows at you, is the other thought that yeah. I just had. Currently. I guess we would be up pretty high until yeah. we're ready. Yeah, we like, calm down, cast, water, water. You have, I guess, two of us on each side. Yeah, I guess let's just like, knock out an encampment and see... Um, maybe throw them off their path. Um, yeah, let's go down. Uh, you have two water people. We'll do it on four sides, four carpet. Kind of come down. Uh, dragonborns on either side. We're shooting down. You do so water first. So you do water, and then within the second, we're shooting our best breath weapon. Yeah, if we can do all that from the carpets, I think we're going to be okay. All right. Now, looking at these encampments, it seems like there's only three people in them. Mm, you can notice from that height, for the most part, that are moving. There's also people on the walls. Okay. Like I said, that you can notice from that height while that are moving. You, you, okay. you see a lot bigger encampment obviously so you assume there's some maybe like laying down to sleep there's some under some areas like the tarped off little portions here that you can't quite technically see under okay yeah, there's, there's at least 11 of these like sleeping bed things yeah and that's what i was saying there's probably like about 15 or 20 or so people in each encampment when you'd flown over the first time that you'd estimated to be in the, in the vicinity. Alrighty, let's do this. Let's, say, let's <laughs> do places. And on finger guns, we lower and cast. <laughs> so, roll a dexterity. It's, it's like what you would for a, a bow, in my opinion, for this a little bit. Because you're aiming, you're, you're taking aim, and you're letting loose. Who is rolling? Everyone to see if they, how will they hit. And it's, it's more specifically, uh, I mean, dexterity itself works, in my opinion. Because that's what it takes to wield a bow. And I don't see a better dexterity um, skill. Yeah, because it's not really stealth and it's not really sleight of hand. That would be the closest to it. And I would say, if you for whatever reason wanted to make like aerial combat a skill, <laughs> the next yeah. time it would be a plus one to whatever your sleight of hand is. Um <laughs> For just a skill increase, 
but you got a 10 Thea, I see, for a dex. Mm -hmm. and Can you just that add is... your dex mod? Yes. For all intents and purposes. It's better to do that for now, for sure. 21. Who got a 21? That'd be she, yeah. My dex isn't even bad. I'm just enrolling horribly today. Is that 16 supposed to be your dexterity ability check, Mime? Yep. Oh, okay. It was above the creator destroy water, so I was sort of... Yeah, I, for some reason, I feel it felt like I needed to, to send that again. But no, it's, oh, the, okay. it's the 16. It, lo it it had lost me for a second. That's why I was like, wait, did did you roll yet? Anyways. Gotcha. So, yeah. So... I fixed it. Go ahead and situate yourselves how you're going to situate yourselves. Two. I see, Shia, you've already done such, basically. What um, do you mean? I'm guessing one of your other brothers situates themselves down here. Yeah. Opposite of he you. Would, yeah, he would... Oh, do you want me to move without the carpet? Yeah, go ahead and do that. I mean, the carpet is there for... It's under you, but you're you're moving gotcha. with it, and... So since I'm actually gonna... Since we're above the camp, I'm actually gonna situate myself, like, here. Okay. Thea, is that where you're you situated? You know what's really funny? <laughs> what? Is that... We should call this, um... Carpet we bombing? We should call this... No, 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 no. Oh, God. Um, what is that? Optics? What's, like, mission... We're mission storm. Because it's just, like, rain and, like, water and lightning. Like, it's that's literally all it is. It's like, okay, mission storm. Over. Or, uh... Operation storm? Yeah, Operation Storm. Thank you. That's exactly what I was looking for. Operation is that where you... Storm is a go. Is that where you were situated then, Thea? Or... Sure. I have 120 range, so I guess it depends on who's on the carpet with me, however close they need to be. Well, this is Mame here, too, who is also creating water. Yeah, yeah, so if you want to go over here, Thea, so yeah. that you guys are kind of like on opposite sides so you guys can cover okay. more boss. Mm -hmm. And then Josh. I'm going to fill in the gaps a bit. So I would say that your create water Mime had... Um, taken full advantage of the direction you were in and soaked pretty much all across the area that you're aiming for. And Thea, you'd done similar, but you kind of missed this one guy out here. So that guy is completely dry currently. Which but guy? In the very center of the camp. Mm. Because what happened is the tidal wave went up to just before him and he ran up against the wall and held on to it while it dis dissipated at his feet and 
he was looking over at the other storm that was approaching from your way, Mime, and he's like, the fuck is going on here? And then you guys let loose with the lightning. <laughs> um, at the time, at the exact same moment, Shia, um, I'm going to see what your brother rolled here, I guess, with a dexterity. Should be pretty high. Yep. Don't jinx it, Dan. Roll. There it is. I jinxed it. (laughs) (laughs) You got a natural one. And your brother just (laughs) cockily is standing there um, on the other side, just like, oh, yeah, I've got this all day. And he just kind of yawns and uh, totally misses the guy in front of him, but uh, strikes the guy that Thea had missed, so he gets hit with the the breath weapon. If you want to roll your damage for your breath weapon, um, Shia? Yeah. And, and I guess roll your damage Thea, too? Yeah. I don't think there's damage for create water, but um, uh, uh, I was going well, to... No. Consider the it. damage being from the electricity. Yeah, is really what it's from. But then there should be additional damage done. So, like the damage I roll should be done on all the people who are touched by water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also get bludgeoning damage for the tidal wave. Yeah, and in addition, anybody who touched was touched by your tidal wave got additional damage. Yeah, I think you just said that. Sorry. And I was thinking, I was thinking from the distances too, though. Me may just for convenience' sake, your damage would be half of whatever Thea's is bludgeoning, and then um, mm. we'll go from there. Eighteen. Nice. Mm-hmm. Was yours there? All right. Thea? Rolling good, but it counts. Sorry. Uh... Thirteen. Okay, so I yeah. would um, make double whatever you had there for yours, Shia, which is twenty-six. Yeah, uh, for a total of oh, math, forty, forty-four. Yeah. Um, and basically there were a couple sleeping individuals who seemed completely knocked unconscious. Um, just for convenience sake, I'm, I'm not going to put them there, (laughs) but there's maybe like five more individuals that were in the beds that are unconscious now. And the, everyone that had been struck by the, the tidal wave and the let me see here going back to each one of them oh yeah they're all unconscious except for the guy no he's also unconscious too because he got hit by uh Mime's bludgeoning Um, so everybody here is basically unconscious even though they had missed let me make sure the one in front of you I forgot there's oh yeah he's totally unconscious but there are two lizard folk that are standing off to the side over here <laughs> that seem 
all of this go down. <laughs> they're like, and start like running off. I think everybody should roll initiative for that, but that's just yeah. my particular take on that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we should, um, you know, try to finish this camp off while it's damaged. Also, it um, is 10 so, o'clock, so if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm okay with rolling initiative and then hitting pause. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, I'm all or should we wait till next time? Initiative just yet, because technically we're up high enough. Well, you would have advantage on initiative is what I would say, at that, at that height advantage. But there yeah. is still well, a, a time that that like is associated with them realizing what's going on basically and you being able to react to it is because it's like stop time now like you you know that point where your life is flashing before your eyes and everybody's we have a, a choice to run away at this point right we're still on flying carpets yep yeah, so do we want to wait till next session to decide if we're going to fight or run away, or do we want to roll initiative now? Or decide to run away? I think running away would still be a part of the initiative thing. Oh, really? That's what I was asking. It is, oh. it is part of the initiative thing, because you have to wait till your turn or whatever to run, a, quote, want to run away, but... Uh... Gotcha. This is also very uncharted territory to have. I'm still counting here. Let me keep going through with this. Oh, God. Oh, so I'm scared. <laughs> Looks like we got in some trouble. I mean, we knew that this was what we were getting into. Yeah, I mean, but we're also on flying carpets. And we just killed, like, a quarter. Uh, a Are they quarter. dead or are they unconscious? I think they will be dead soon. Okay. Right? They have to make, like, their death saves, but mm -hmm. I don't know if Josh is actually cares about that. Normally, <laughs> I, I do not. No. Please tell me that we don't have to fight these people again. We just no. did this. <laughs> Am I rolling That's initiative was... as well, or I'm not sure how far out they are? You are not. Um, you don't even know there is really combat. I would say because they're they're far enough away. They're, whew, um, I'm not able to math right now. I'm up to 46 people, though. Um, 47. Oh, my God. Um, Including us? No. No. Okay. Well, I mean, it's funny. You know, I mean, it has to be, like, 80, at least 80 people. Why? Why does it have to be 80 people? Because there's there's fifteen to twenty people in each encampment. Oh, so do, are are we fighting all of the encampments right now? We can't just do like one at a time. There's there's I mean, been an alert process basically. All oh, that was fun. I just sent forty eight people to the <laughs> the combat initiative. Whew. No, God, what is? I'm gonna this? look at it. Not how this works. I want to be sad for a second. Because some of them would be. Mime's at the top. Some of them Mime's would be number one out of forty-eight. Obviously, <laughs> some of them would be obviously alerted, but some of them wouldn't. So some of them would have a, a disadvantage. 
but I was having trouble even selecting 48 people, honestly. Um, <laughs> it took... Kobold number 12 is doing great, as well as horse number 3. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um, there's a horse in here? I didn't see that. Gargoyle is the last. They shouldn't be in here. See, that's some of the stuff that, like, I, I don't even know. Hobgoblin number three. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is chaotic. You're telling me <laughs> this is how cha- this is how it should go though too because they basically just set up an alarm of seeing their encampment being attacked and people are responding to that. It might not be the full eighty that you were talking about, um, but that that's what's going on. You just hear a, yeah, a general call to these... arms going on right now. Just everybody going. Aah! Some of these are horses, so before we get too alarmed, Meredith <laughs> and horse number six are also in here. But are they are they war horses? No. Your war horses in here, I think. War horses aren't to be fucked one? with. They will ruin you. They have their initiative order is to be fucked with though. To be fair, they were in the area, or they were left in the vicinity at the very least. I haven't. I don't know where they're we'll at, ultimately, though. Huh? Uh, we'll take that. So, uh, whenever we come back, note to selves, I have written, kill lizards ASAP. <laughs> the two that are running, I think we need to just stop it before they warn them so that we could actually yeah. possibly do this again to the second encampment. Yeah. Take out fifty percent of the troops, baby. I think I'm the okay alarms are already going off, but yes, we should try. Was there automatic alarms, Josh? No, it's I'll just been so a, far. I'm gonna say no. So far, all you've experienced is just the, yeah, the liz- two lizard folk that were lizard, kind yeah. of patrolling that you could see near the camp. Um, that are shouting and running the started running the opposite direction, and caused the clatter. And yeah, let's check them out. Also, did yeah. they see anything? Pretty crazy storm out there. Ah, <laughs> uh, if I was smart, I would have. I would have done, uh, illusion. To make it see- minor illusion to make it seem like a storm while someone else casted the breath weapon. Cantrip too. Embarrassing, Sarah. Too bad you don't. Too bad you don't have that fork that I just introduced it. Introduced it. In... You weren't oh, there fork. for that campaign, though. Never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, at least Mime is number one. So Mime's gonna go first. Yeah, and then I don't know what lizards those are. I don't know. I really that's uh, <laughs> seven and seven. Can't be seven and seven. I guess they are seven and no, that's something else. I don't know which one these are. Yeah, they are both seven and seven. How does that even work? How do you know? I have no idea. I don't see them on the initiative order. <laughs> They're gladiators. So... Okay. Gladiator 7 and 7, apparently. Uh, 
I had no better way that I could think of in a short amount of time other than, like... I'd looked up ways to do combat, so I'm guessing this is the end of session, so awesome session, everyone. <laughs> but I had... I, I still don't know if this is the best way to, <laughs> to have a giant army. Um, and I'd seen some other ways where, like, you're you're kind of like the head of this organized group of people but if you're guerrilla warfaring people this is the only way that i could figure it out too like i i don't i mean i'm okay with this yeah okay i like it's cool personalities um i would debate and say that we're only technically in initiative with the two lizards ultimately (laughs) ultimately but they they're they're everybody else's i would say hearing their cries because they were purposefully on patrol you know so there is some sort of system in place in the regards to like you hear a cry relay the cry you hear a cry relay the cry kind of thing not like the fires you know you see you see the enemy coming like the fire you see the enemy coming like the fire and also i'm sure seeing a tidal wave and an electric storm happening next door pretty jarring yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty loud, that's for sure. Yeah, I think we knew what we were getting. A grand and wonderful thank you for those who took the time and made it here, to the end of the episode, where I know sometimes we are long-winded and others we are just dead silent. I don't know what to tell you. This is raw here, folks. Please remember to like and subscribe. And you can help support us just by listening. But you can also provide even more support, if you like, by going to Anchor FM page and following the support link there. If you do so, I will personally work in an NPC or an idea, whatever you'd like to hear played out. If you want, you can get a hold of us through one of our many options, including voice messages on Anchor FM, or DM to our Twitter, or any other social media that you can find us, YouTube, etc. You can share your ideas, otherwise listen for the shout-out, and thank you for making it through.